we got three growers uh, literally nonstop as answering DMs and phone calls. And yeah. that's all they do. <clears throat> that, that's a lot of what I do. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Dude, I, I'm not lying. I spend probably two to three hours a day answering questions for, 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 for you know, I don't charge. It's like in my trying to help people out, bro. It's yeah. Specifically with Athena. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and, and I, I, it's, it's trying to make this as simple as possible because people want to overcomplicate the shit. And I think I've talked to you about this before, having that itch, right? Yeah. If, I think there's, if I just add, he's probably right, but you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. gotta be something that I got to add something more. There's gotta be something more. There's not something he's telling me. It can't be this easy. And I, I had that same thinking for like years, dude. Like there's, it can't be this easy. It can't. Yeah. yeah. Right. Until you just run enough R and D and you run enough to know. And you see it, right. you see that it works and that it, it doesn't need to be changed or it doesn't, it could be changed, but nothing else needs to be added to it. Right. And then we could perfect, you know, the irrigation strategy from that point. Yeah. I mean, you guys are changing, you know, EC <clears throat> values and runoffs and irrigation strategy and timing, but. And that's where it gets fun. adding. Yeah. We, 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 we've, we've figured out the formula. Now it's just getting into the granular, the fun part of it and figuring out, you know, certain ratios, uh, certain drybacks and hitting these key points to where we could see visually the difference. And that's where, that's where it really gets fun because we're not having to, again, solve a problem. We're just trying to push that envelope to get that best product possible. I'm always, I mean, we're all about best quality, right? Like, yeah. Period. Like Terps, I mean, overall finished product. And that's where I'm constantly tweaking but in the past i would add something else in yeah in the past sure. i would go run to another line or i would take a piece of a line or i'd go mm -hmm. get an input i'd go get a silica i'd go get some organic input and i've i've ran Sugar athena with PK. with plenty of inputs back and, and i've yeah. had good success right like like it's not like it was it was good Bad. but it yeah. it, it, it created an extra day of cleaning lines chopping yeah. out pvc because now they're so biofilmed it's and, and was that point two percent of maybe added terps i got worth it i mean did whatever. you did you get a point no i'm just saying i didn't yeah. Tested. I'm just saying. I mean, because I'm interested. If you did get a 0.2%, I want to no, fucking know about no, it. No, point. I should say 0.02%, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the, I would, my, my head would always say, I'm going to go get something else that's going to maybe get like that just edge. Yeah. But, 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 I never really did. And even is the cost really worth it at the end of the day of what you're doing to with the problems that come along scale? with it? Yeah, exactly. It's just, and, and, uh, and, and when I've, once I've slipped, simplified it and went to, you know, just a pro line for, I think, about 14 months in, in every room now with just the pro line and uh it's been just absolutely clean sterile we have uh i was talking with rob on the training the other day about uh you know the i have one room we're on run number six dude we in as an rd experiment we haven't even cleaned the lines uh, literally i run 10 milliliters of cleanse per gallon at like the last two days right a flush yeah and um that's all the flush i do is two days 10 milliliters a gallon of cleanse and then i'll run like about 50 gallons through that system on a 20 lighter and then we'll swab the same swabs that we use in the food industry to test for proteins mold and mildew i swab those oh, and you, had you, clean clean results bro, oh, so you six could test for microbes or bad pathogens yep. i mean because so, you got the equipment yeah we're, 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 it's it, it they're simple they're simple aller snaps you can yeah. get you know and they're just they're testing nice. for proteins right but yeah. it's, it's just literally to show like i mean me and max have talked about this it's just like it's so clean it's just and people don't until you run it consistently right like yeah. consistently meaning like more than one run <laughs> you know like like give something a try more than one run yeah and and let it work it's just crazy now i'm not going to tell somebody that's got 50 flowering rooms don't don't clean your lines and do my method i'm just it's an example of 
how clean the, what the it line could really be. is. Exactly. Could yeah. be. Yeah. You, so you're saying on flushing, you're only flushing two days. I only flush two days. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. So two to three is what, I mean, we, I was at 14, two weeks. I was and too. Yeah. Dude, we, we're getting like perfect ash. Like everything's clean. No dude, problem. It, I mean, it's taste per, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's all money. a myth. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. So Arroya came out recently and talked about to, to this point and, and I, I kind of smiled because I'm like, I've been doing this for years. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and like, everybody thinks like, if, if you say, Oh my, I don't flush my weed. Like, I don't even want that. Right. I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, so I've, so I've just, I've just played the part, but I, dude, I haven't flushed in a long time. I've the ran, out. I've, I've done, yeah. I've, done <laughs> I've, I've done, I've done runs where I've ran three EC from literally seed to harvest and never flushed at all. Well, you know what I've seen right? a lot? These guys, like I get hit up like, dude, bro, like Athena's crushing, like nugs are huge, but I'm getting like bud rot and shit, blah, blah, blah. And the yeah. first question I ask flush. Are you flushing and for yep. how long? Yep. Yeah, bro, I'm flushing <clears throat> two weeks, 14 days straight RO and 10 mLs of cleanse, straight flushing. Sacking I'm like, the carbs up I'm like, the- that's why you got butter up, bro. Yeah. yeah. So you're stripping that plan of everything. Yeah. Literally stripping. And then you're adding in the cleanse at 10 milliliters a gallon for two weeks. Yeah. So you're stripping that plant down to like, it has no immune system. It's susceptible to everything. And I don't care if you're at 35% RH in that room. Yeah. You are susceptible to uh, you're you're an you're an open wound well, ready pull, for infection. See, I mean, right? you're pulling open wound. You're pulling everything out of the plant. Yeah, yeah you everything. Know? You got no cow. You got no mag. All those yeah, things. Just right? butter rot. Just just boom. So that's one of the key factors why I switched. And I used to do 14 days. Then it was yeah. seven. Then it was five. Yeah. And then like I'm I'm not seeing a quality difference. Right. And in no. the, the when I started doing that because bud rot was the reason I started to to not flush. Yeah. I'm like there's got to be something to this. Like I'm I'm and I'm I got my rooms dialed in at one point five even 1.7 kpa at the end of flower like mm-hmm. and my rooms are clean i run environmental sterilizers yeah. you know and i'm going what what's going on right and it, and it would pop up overnight you know and uh i, I truly believe it was because yeah. you're stripping the plants down. oh 100 I, I, I mean that's what it every time and then they're like you know and it's like hard to say because you feel like you're about to tell this dude hey dude flush for like 48 hours max 72 hours maybe you know yep. and you're you, you i'm scared to get back like fuck you, you know, like you're going to get beat up for it, but right. I don't know. It's, it, there's a lot of this industry though. It's, it's, it's time to un- take that bandaid off of bro science and 20 years of like, this is, you know, I mean, if, even if you look at organic living soil, like those plants have nutrients at the end of the life cycle. Still that, yeah. that, that, yeah. that, that, yeah. that, that media Can't flush still that. Ha- no. no. And, and you don't want to, you want to reuse it. Matter of fact. So yeah. why are we doing things different with salts? Exactly. Right. Why? Yeah. Why are we doing things different? Great right? point. I mean, that's that's what I had to take a hard look at, and I've never had like I never get complaints. No. Right, on the flower quality. Like, no, never. your shit's yeah, fire. Phenomenal. It's fire. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and I know Dankums is right there, and yeah, you know, same thing. Just bouncing stuff off each other, and and really it's perfecting the craft. Yeah. You know, yep. changing it up, ramping up, and Dylan, how did you uh, get started in the cannabis industry? Uh, um, I mean, if you want to go way back, it was my, if my mom ever hears this, she's probably going to laugh because it was, uh, <laughs> I had my, uh, I had an old stereo cabinet, like, you know, those old massive home theater, yep. you know, a huge three foot by three foot glass front door. And I still, I had my, my, um, room was in the basement. I was 16, tinfoil that thing out, got like a high pressure or I mean, a um, a, like a T5, just like shop light yeah. out of the garage. My, my dad went out one day. He's like, Oh, I'm missing one of my, one of my lights. You know, it's like a fixture like that it was gone. And uh, I put it downstairs, popped some bag seeds and, 
You had these squiggly plants that wouldn't even like form a stock because they just fall over. I didn't know anything about PPFD and you know none of that. Right, oh, no, you're starting yeah, off. You're yeah. just you're just throwing seeds in a solo cup, Miracle Grow. You know all the all the normal stuff, and the itch was just there. Um, and then uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much on for there. Um, I took a break for cultivating for quite some time. Um, you know, just, just stuff in life and, and, and that legal stuff the cannabis led me to, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, got in some trouble and, uh, took a break for a while and waited till the, till the doors kind of opened back up and after 2008. So, yeah. What about yeah. you, Alex? How'd you get started in the cannabis industry? Kind of same story. I mean, you know, had the itch, uh, I was always on the internet. Uh, so I was tied into attitude seeds and just loved, the. Uh, popping seeds and and trying new shit out um you know five gallon home depot buckets in the closet you know how old were you uh i was what 18 18 five gallon buckets auto flower seeds um i mean you know no holes in the bottom just straight bucket feeding you know gh yeah. And, uh, was it easy for you to get seeds though at this point? Because I remember like when I started, you oh, couldn't. Dude, this was like trying to get seeds from like Sweden, Amsterdam, and then you had to just pray that they even arrived. Yeah. And it was you know, super illegal. You know, I mean, like. Yeah, I lost a couple just packages. A seed. You know. Yep. But I mean, I I felt the the best solution was through attitude. They they were, you know, they sold them as. Uh, ornamental gifts and uh <laughs> bird seed yeah uh it worked though you know it it, it uh it got me going so yeah know, can't hate that yeah no i had this neighbor kid and uh it was an old neighbor kid i think he's like in his 20s and i was like 15 and one of my friends were like oh that that guy had you know grows weed and and you know so i hit him up for you know i heard you can get clones yeah i don't know what i'm doing and i'm like I, and i'm so persistent that literally like every day after school i'd go to this guy's house and say, hey I, I, can i get some clones from you he's like dude you're like a fucking kid yeah like i'm not giving you clones you, <laughs> you know you know like, what a clone is yeah <laughs> i'm like i know i could do it like i, I just want to get some clones literally like for two months wouldn't he's the guy's like dude leave me the fuck alone here's some clones get leave me alone you know and then that was that was it from there it just kind of went ham um, what do you guys do, uh, what do you, Dylan, what do you do for, you know, with Athena now? I mean, you're new to the team, but what's your, what does what that position consist of? Uh, well, yeah, I'm new to the team. I'm a facility advisor, um, working with Max out of Michigan, Dankums Hunter. Um, super, super stoked. Um, really, man, uh, you know, we're, we're help. I'm, I'm here to help. That's the way I look at the position, right? Like I'm here to, I'm here to help, you know, not only commercial facilities, but the home grower at home, you know, trying to, trying to show them how to to use this product right and, and and to what we talked about earlier kind of unwind some of that old technology right people get really stuck in their ways and the people that do want to run this line we want to show them how to do it right right mm-hmm. and, and 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 uh at, at least at least to to get the to get the results that we're getting and and to be here to help that that's the and that's what i love about it right we, we had a conversation when we kind of when i came on board about like just going in and consulting, right? And and the the rush I would get when I'm watching these people just switch over, right? I, and and I got a guy that just went from Canna, a, a guy in the trap to to Athena, and like just watching him not only save thousands, but just he's crushing it, man. And he's just like.
like he's sitting there calling me every day with nothing to do anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's like, <laughs> there's no better feeling that he's like, man, I, I get to go out with my girlfriend now. I get yeah. to go do things. Yeah. And, and that to me is just, you know, it's, it's awesome, man. Yeah. So to, here to advise, right. Advise yeah. and help. Yeah, so. we uh, Alex was our first facility advisor. What we uh, the OG? Like, huh? That was the that was the beta test. <laughs> yeah, no, it was an idea, and you know, I mean, uh, I came on before that, and then I was like, bro, like the, these I gardens think, need help, dude. I think what happened, I was like, I had some dude up in Sacramento or something. I was okay, like, dude, yeah. I need this guy's calling me for help. I'm like, dude, I don't have time to help you. I was like, <laughs> my boy Alex is that lives up in Truckee. He could come like help you, and I think connected you. And yep. like you literally, dude calls me like three weeks later. He's like, Alex changed my life. Like, it's the <laughs> this is the best I've ever done. Like, you dude, thank you guys so much. Tripping, and then I think I called you. I was like, hey, we should probably do we this got more here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and it's exactly how it got started. And, and, and I think, I mean, honestly, like um, looking around the industry, like it's something that's needed. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying that's, I'm God's yeah. gift to anything because no. I know a lot of guys like dude, these guys right here, they crush, you know. And these, and a lot mean, of I, and do. I looked up to them. I mean, yeah. And and uh, when when they before they were in the legal market, I mean, there's there's plenty of guys that know what they're doing, but there's a yeah. lot of people that don't, right? And there's a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah. So I think it's just really cool that like uh, one of the leading you know company you know and you know in, in this industry, one of the leading companies has a group of people here to help it other wants people, to help, right? Like you know? to yeah. advise. Like, don't, no, don't do that. I did that. Like, you don't want to do, you don't want to go down that road. Save your money. And it's, it's not, it's not about, it's, it's about nothing more than sharing experience, right? Mm -hmm. Too. It's like, I've done that. I've added what you're about to add and Mm -hmm. you're going to see these results, right? Like it's, it's not going to be good for you long-term or whatever it may be. Just here to to help share experience and advise. Yeah. No, I was commenting on that shirt. Who's that? Michigander Fire, man. Dude. Tyler and the team over there crushing it, dude. I'm going to get you. They want a hoodie. Yeah. So I'm going to get him a hoodie. Hard as fuck. I wanna, Brandon I wants a hoodie. That. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. You know, I've seen, especially you, Dylan, I've been, you know, trying to lock you down for like, what, a year I was trying to lock you down on, yeah, on we Athena? Yeah, we would talk and I would run it. Yeah. Have good you, runs. And then that itch in my head, right, was like, I got to add this bottle. Maybe I'll combine these two. Yeah. Both these companies produce a good product. Maybe I'll add them together and come up with my own super nutrient, right? Like my super feeding formula. schedule. Yeah, exactly. So you guys are always changing up growing styles. Why do you, why do you do that? Changing up growing styles. I mean, I've, so as far as that goes, I've always really been like, I love cocoa, right? Like I I primarily grow cocoa. I do a little Rockwell. I'm getting ready to go back to Rockwell, but as far as growing styles with, um, you know, irrigation strategies, you know, right? Like I, I definitely like to change things up and I'm deaf. I'm, I'm not really changing too much other than, looking at pH and EC runoff core buildup and, and trying to, um, just play around with, for me with a pro line, I run mostly, well, nine, hundred percent pro line, right. Um, veg and flower. Um, my veg game is very consistent. I, and for me and for all the people that ask and all the inboxes, I can't get back to three to three and a half EC. It's that simple from clone seedlings, everything, right? Even like, three and a half from clone three and a half from clone. Yeah. So my belief, and I don't know what Alex's thoughts are on this. And I've, I've talked with others about it. Some agree, some don't over the years, but whatever your moms are getting, your, your clone should be able to handle hundred percent, hundred percent. I agree. Like, and that's where you're, I think you guys talked about this in another podcast about like, you're, we're almost tell, we're, we're setting that clone right programming off programming it, man, like right away. Yep. And that's, it's huge. It, and it really, they're programmable. Like yes. it, it definitely works. They definitely respond to it and they like it. And that's where, 
as far as going in and, and working with, you know, a large scale cultivation, the simpler we can make it, and I call it flatlining the facility. You know, we want to be at 3EC from start to finish. Yep. It's simple. You're not going to have any errors. There's not going to be no issue. If we need to drop the EC, you know, we'll achieve 20, 30% runoff to bring that EC down. Yep. And yep. it's, you know, flatline it. It's yep. simplicity. Yep, and that's that runoff is is pushing runoff with 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 any with with pro lines, and that's and um, I assume the same would be with blended as well. But with pro line, mm-hmm. where my experience is 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 watching that runoff and pushing it. I don't typically drop EC too much ever, even in veg. Yeah. If I have something that's maybe a little hot, right? Like I'm looking, I got a little nitrogen toxicity, maybe mm-hmm. maybe one genetic for me. I'm seeing a lot more. It's genetic drift, and it's the genetics yeah, that that I'm seeing a difference. And it's not like oh, well, it's the nutrient. It's it's the genetics. Like these these genetics are all little bit different the ogs i run can be a little bit more finicky with stuff right Mm -hmm. they require a hotter feed like i got some stuff i'm feeding right now for ec and veg they they need it i gotta stack them a little bit more too i don't give them as much runoff but if i see something that's having a little bit of a toxicity i'm not going back and feeding a one ec solution i'm just giving it more runoff of that same solution yeah you recently you know went to a facility out in you know florida that had a one trunch line for the entire facility Mm -hmm. one trunch line feeding everything oh 16 houses one trunk line with uh you know 10 different recipes yeah they were using 10 different recipes through this one trunk line (laughs) feeding 16 zones right Mm -hmm. so what did you do i flatlined the facility three ec from start to finish and they're like what about flush and i'm like you got. We need to flatline this facility and start producing. You got one quality trunch line. <laughs> yeah, you got one line. Like we, we have one line. option. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, it again, it worked. Like I knew it was. And what uh, happened? Basically, so I did that before I went out to the East Coast, and that was two weeks. When I landed there, um, you know, the big the boss he walked out of you know comp one through eight and was like, "Fuck!" I just walked out of hell. I'm like. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? He and just like the, his face just showed like, holy shit, like we got it, we're back, you know. And it, it was just seeing him. He didn't have to say anything. His face just showed it all. I and, couldn't imagine that stress of like having an operation uh, that's that big with having something that's that. It's not. Yeah, I'm not even a yeah. part of it. I don't own it. I have nothing to do with it. But the stress, even the workers, you know, seeing oh, what you is feel going it on when there, you walk in, the energy was just fucking. Feel it. it was off the wall. And that week I landed. Like I walked in the rooms, I'm like, dude, what's the problem? He's, the shit looks proper. Like he has green, lush stacking. I was like, this this is on point. They're like, yeah, you should have seen 14 days ago. I'm like, oh, with the 10 feeds, like I could imagine it was, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was very interesting, but very, uh, it's empowering too, you know. That's to rewarding. Take, very rewarding yeah, to take extremely. a facility that is yeah. just in shambles and you know just wanting to. Su- succeed and taking them to that point in 14 days is all right we got something here yeah it, it was tripping. Uh, yeah it was awesome it was yeah i mean i, I see thankful. i've seen a fair share probably not as, as many as a lot but in michigan I've, I've been in a fair share of facilities a lot of running athena some not right helping out and, and uh and i can tell you that most of the facility as you go that i've that i've went to that are running the the pro line program most of them right like are on pro line if they're running athena in a, in a big facility there there's definitely a difference in in just the um, 
there's a difference in the vibe in the facility because mm-hmm. I feel like there's not as much stress, right? They're not 100%. dealing with that. They're not running around to what you're talking. I've been to those facilities where yeah. you walk in and like the vibe you get when you walk in, you're like, I'm not even in there the yet. Tension. And there's something off. Yeah. There's tension. They're, they're, cause and they're, they're constantly having issues, right? Yeah. 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 And it yeah. falls on them and they want to succeed, but it's like, you know, do they have the answers to make the changes or do they have the authority to make the changes? And it, it's that whole dynamic with upper management and the way the place should be ran and the way the place is being ran. And we could come in and. But when you go and when you go down to a two part, right. Yeah. Formula, it's like, I've been to places where they got like dosatron setups, right. For like a part. 16 part. And you're like <laughs> looking at this wall. That's like. 10, 16 feet high and 50 feet long and it's like barrels and jugs and dosters and I'm like dude we can just we can take that four by eight piece of wall over there and just do a two part and be done right yeah. Yeah. And, and it's it's just like let's alleviate so it's not just in the rooms either it's the irrigation mm-hmm. you know yeah. I mean it's it's the irrigation room sizes that you don't need as much and we can get this we can get better results and the flow of the whole facility like when I left that week in Florida like Every like I was walking by with I had my Athena hat on and uh, everyone's like, dude, thank you, thank you. Like just the energy from the employees were just like, mm-hmm. dude, you saved my job, you made my job ten times easier. And it, it's just like, you know, people at that ground level, employees, uh, you know, seeing that and feeling that is, it just it brings up the whole entire facility and right. it, you know it just the facility is running so much faster, cleaner, and better and. Yep. Uh, the employees are going harder. And so then from there, then we could start making tweaks. You know, my one position with them was let's just make one change at a time and we'll build from there. We're yep. not making six changes. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to start with one. And that was the feed three EC flatline the facility. Let's see the results. And then from there, we could start getting granular into, you know, a P1 feed, P2, P3, yep. and really start dialing in. But we're going to start at the foundation right now. And, yep. so and that's in propagation. That's with mothers. And that's, yeah. that's, and that's, and that's, it's, it's, it's so important. I, I feel it's so important. And I mean, I change things up a lot. Like my feed schedules, my mm-hmm. EC I'm feeding. I, <laughs> you I, change I, more shit than anybody I know. I, I do. And, and like the crazy thing is though, like with the pro line, like all the changes I've made, the end qualities, I just did a run where, you know, I, I, I hit them hard. I came in at like four EC through flower. And then, you know, th- after stretch, I went down to like one and a half EC and wrote it out. And my theory yeah. was I'm going to bulk the root zone, really going to stack the EC, get the bulking. And then I'm going to, and I had great results. I had yeah. great results. But if you're, if you're at home, you're listening to this, you're, you know, I'm huge in the caregiver market. Like my heart is like still there, like 110%, mm-hmm. right? Not just in Michigan, just all over. You know, if you're that guy at home, three C is where you got to start. Three C, yeah. run three C, run three C all the way up, all the way up to, to flower. If you're seeing, or all the way up to harvest, if you're seeing issues, run more runoff. And now that's, yeah. if you're in cocoa, small, small pots or Rockwell, I, we have a lot of people in Michigan, right? And most of the caregiver the states, pots. 15 gallon pots. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. a lot of, and that's different. That's yeah, different. That's I just want to, we got We got to make that clear. Like that's yeah. different, right? Like you're going to be feeding a much lower EC. You're only watering once every two days. I don't want anybody to go home and be like, well, oh, he said feed three and a half EC, three EC to my 20 gallon pots. Yeah, yeah, it makes it's not going to yeah. be, it's you can't control that. You can't because I mean, you're not running off. Yeah. Well, you you mean to control 15 gallons and control two gallons? It's completely different. It's completely black and white. Oh you God. have no control. It takes all the control away from you, which yeah. we need to be in control. We're the cultivator. 
we want full control, and that's exactly. the only way to achieve that. I, I've even found that two gallons sometimes for me personally. Yeah. I don't even like that. Like, that's like gallons. on the verge of too big. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like one I, and a half I, gallons is where I found uh, my sweet spot. Like one six, dude, six inch Hugos up to like that. That one to one and a half gallon yeah. is like my. That's where yeah, I I can get a. And plant sizing in those pots is important too. Like if yep. you got tiny little plants, you're flipping in a two gallon. Have fun steering that. I mean, you can grow a six footer in a fucking one and a half gallon pot, one all gallon day. pot. All and day. you you have to be able to control and steer that media. Yeah. So everybody is big on this like crop steering. You know, it's yeah. some of us have been crop irrigation steering for strategy. A, bro. Exactly. We'll call it irrigation. <laughs> Not crop steering, bro. <laughs> yeah, irrigation strategy yeah. for for years, right? Yeah. Like some of us, I've been doing that for for a lot longer. And it's became popular and mm-hmm. a lot now with social media and people get on and start talking about that kind of stuff more. And so everybody wants to get into it, but like, don't abandon what's working for you either, dude. Yeah. At the end of the day, especially like more caregiver market. If you're, if you got bills to pay, you got people and families you're supporting with what you're doing. Like, don't just go try to change things overnight. You got, like you said, it's like, let's make one change at a time. Yeah. Like let's change 100%. one room at a time. Let's not yeah. go switch everything over. Cause he said, let's run four EC and then run a rock. Well, exactly. Like yeah. you, you got it. You got to be smart about it too. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But that's where, again, I think we're here to help and advise. And that's that's yeah. what, that's cool because I don't know anybody else doing that. You no. know? We all I needed mean, it 10 years ago and we didn't have it. No. That's, you, you I had needed, it, from I the needed hydro- it three years ago you and there was it. no one around. <laughs> too, you know what I mean? Dude, you had it from the hydro shop. I go into a hydro shop and then I'm like, uh, you know, I was a customer. So I'm mean, walking, you know, buying nutrients like you need this and you need this and you need that too. Here, buy some of this. This is going to, you know, fire. And I'm like fuck i need all this shit okay yeah. you know and that's that's where we got our advice from totally yeah. so it's guys you, you know running on lean margins the hydro shop's rough you know the hydro shop game's rough bro it's rough it's you super know? rough and it's it's um yeah it's it's really rough man i i uh i try to send a lot of people to the hydro yeah. stores dude i dude, mean you know they, we, that's in that's important like i know a lot of family-owned i'm not talking about the walmart's or grow stores i'm talking about the the family-owned grow pops. stores that yep, yeah man. the mom pops like those people that that's a you got OGs that have been they, they are and they know? got people they got families to support man yeah. you know what yeah, I mean at the end sure. of the day you like know, I owned a hydro shop for fourteen years and there was no nutrient company no lighting company no company at all sending me customers mm-hmm. sending me leads I was the one of the biggest hydro shops in you know Inland Empire out here in Southern California and I didn't get one lead from anybody mm-hmm. dude I literally we have two full time employees and you guys out there yeah. What do you guys do on a daily basis with with bleeds? We send them to hydro shops, mad hydro shops. Support the dealers, you know. No, and that, that and, and you know what? I was I was talking. This is that that's a you know a big. You and I, we don't even need to say names, but you know, there's a lot of companies out there who just direct sell everything, everything, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and like you know that and the fact that we're sending people like we we're supporting our local shops. Whether they're mom and pop or not, we're sending them to grow stores. Ninety yep. percent of the time, from from what you know, from what I've seen, right, and and that's that's super important, dude. Yeah, you know, where it's it's that's the right. Everybody's got to eat. Everybody's got to. We got communities to support, and it trickles down. And that's yeah. that. A lot of people don't think about that stuff. Yeah, man. It's, sure. it's huge, dude. We send people to the grow stores. I mean, I'm I'm going to. Um, I'm going to be going to Toledo Indoor Garden with, with, with Jay here soon. And we're going to go down there and teach them a little about irrigation and yeah. get them because, On you know, the they, they want their employees to be more up to date on, you know, proper irrigation. What is Netafim? What are drippers? Because it's important for them to know if they're going to sell a product like the ProLine, how do they use it? They need to speak, percent. right? Same, like, same like let's, let's, let's get people up to speed, yeah. not just say, you need Netafim and you need this, these bags of salts and you're going to be great. Okay, how do I use it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those grocery stores are the front line for that too, right? Yeah. Like making sure that they're... 
You know, the, the, the thing is we, we look for partners in certain regions as cold, as for hydroponic shops. You know, we have right. partners in certain regions that we have a more than just a relationship with. We have faith in them that we know that when we send a client their way, they're not going to try to push them on every single bottle in the store and try to make more money on them. And then in turn, causing all kinds of pH fluctuations and clogged drippers in their lines and giving them misinformation. Right. You know, we, we have a top 10 hydro stores in each region that we know that when we send a client their way, that they're going to be honest and truthful and not just try to, you know, sell them another bottle to make, make some more money on them. Right. You know? And that's, that's, what's big, you know? So, so when we, we're always looking for good hydro store partners that we can, you know, drive traffic to, right. um, that we know that, that they're going to always do the right thing by the cultivator. Yeah. And we, we have some great ones up in Michigan. I can only speak for my, my, but we got, I send people there all the time. People yeah. hit me up. Hey, I need some lights. Hey, I need some nutrients. I'm like, dude, go see this person over at this store. He'll take care of you. Tell him I sent you. And, and like, it's, it's, yeah. that's, that's what's needed, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's what, what's needed is, is more proper information, yeah. you know, like not just going in and saying, Hey, what you need and knowing that this guy's going to buy anything let's load his basket up yeah what's most expensive let's go over here let's get this this and this it's it's you know it's it's like times are changing the, the times are changing and yeah. they're 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 there they're looking up to you for advice in, in, in a consultation almost right like you, yeah. you need to have somebody there that somebody knows what's doing in, in the mission it's it's pretty good man i'm actually i'm pretty pleased with the with the way that the grow stores are, are set up there um, there's, there is some good knowledge in there. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's exactly why we, you know, did do these podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, this isn't, this is just, I, I, I hate when I listen to a podcast and it's just like, they're talking about nonsense. You know, they're just talking about some random stuff or who, what they're doing or what, you know, all this stuff. I want yeah. info, yeah. you know, what's going on out there. Yeah. What, what are we learning? Works. Like, and what's going on all over? Like the, we're, we live in a, the USA I mean, any, I mean, our products are all over outside of the U S too. So yeah. what's going on in all these different places? What are you seeing? I mean, that, that kind of stuff is, is huge, man. I mean, yeah. it's, it's huge. It's, it's crazy. Cause I'm having a little bit of deja vu cause on my flight in the only thing I could get was the podcast. The only thing that was working was Spotify. So I listened to every single one. Oh, you listen to all these so, podcasts? So, like, listening to your voice right oh, now, shit. I'm, like, having deja vu. I'm, like, I, li- I had headphones. <laughs> I listened to Brandon the whole time. I listen to everyone. And, oh, and it's, shit. And it's, it's not about, like, it's, it's just... It's it's awesome because there's a lot of knowledge out there. Yeah. And, and you got to sift... You got you to gotta have an open mind... With, with, mm-hmm. with, with, especially with cultivating and, and, but podcasts are huge, man. Like, listen, yeah. learn, adapt, and, and be okay with changing. Yeah. Cause I sure. wasn't okay with changing for a long That's time. That's the first step. Right. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Because, so. I mean, we we're stuck in our ways for so long with what products were on the shelf, you know? And that's why, you know, just like you and me, we've switched nutrient lines. Almost every run is like, many, okay, let's go to this one. Let's try this one. So and, many, dude. Yeah. So and, many. I had to literally uh, about <clears throat> three months ago. I, I had uh, I had one of my guys over, and I was like, hey, dude, go over to the room. He knows this room I'm talking about, where all these other products were building up from the last like years. And I'm like, just dumpster, bro. <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Just get yeah. it in the dumpster. And it, it's nothing. It, it was just it's just cleaning house. Like it was what it was like going down memory lane. Yeah. You know, like some of these jugs that like were just brown stain calcified on the outside that mm-hmm. I'm like, don't even open that price. smells like something died inside. You know what I yeah. mean? Let's just get this out. And I mean, how many it. Dylan, how, so d- how many lines have you ran? I literally, I don't it literally took me fucking like, Oh, it took me a long time to get you to just stay on pro one line. Yeah. pro line. 
Yeah, yeah. It's I'm, I've literally ran. So um, I ran every. I've ran everything. I uh, Jax was my go-to for for a long time. So that's where I started. After I got out of the Miracle Grow bag, you know, yeah. after the first like <laughs> six months, dude. You know, it was Jax and and just every, I mean, at, literally. I don't know what I haven't ran. Right, like everything. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we've it, tried it all. Yeah. You know? Yep. Combined them too, right? Like, oh yeah. Throw them together sure. and see what comes. And this one looks cleaner than that one. Let's roll with this yeah. cow mag and, and let's and, throw this PK. And, and for me, it's just like I I tell people all the time because you know, and it's not even a sales pitch. It's not even about that. It's like it's my experience. It's not a sales pitch, dude. Yeah. It's it's like I'm here sitting here today because. You know, I, I told Brandon when when I when I came on board too, I'm like, dude, it's 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 time because like I've seen the effects that it's had on my personal life, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. and this goes a lot deeper than just like creating some nice flower. Like, I the, the amount of manpower, labor hours I need, even in, in caregiver market, to yeah. clean my rooms, to reset my rooms, to to clean my lines, to to spend like if you're if you're automated on dosatrons, you know, with Proline, I don't the the cleaning, the cleanliness is just it's just unreal, dude. Yeah, for it's sure. unreal. Yeah, we right? uh, Henry puts in work for that, so he's always geeking out in his corner looking at clear bottles like oh is that good is this good like literally daily i walk by him he's just like henry's on point he's yeah, doing his thing yeah he's doing we yeah he does a really good yeah, job yeah we, we, we i mean i've taken i filled a 50 gallon drum up the other day again i think i actually posted this online but it was like day i want to say it was like day 11 or 13 we mixed it up let it set pro line like three something ec five nine ph and like you know 14 days later 13 days later whatever it was it was it it, it the ph was like 5.8 it went down like one you know what i mean the, yeah. the ec was still the same and it it's wasn't like, it wasn't the mix it was your ph meter you just needed to calibrate that. <laughs> I because, to calibrate my, because, i don't need to calibrate my meters anymore yeah, because it's because, never because it never i can tell you that shit would last for three months Dude, it's, it's crazy months. it's crazy it that's, not, that's it how just, i run it so it's yeah. basically a three-month cycle in a 55 gallon drum yeah. so that's so my true. old routine with most of my rooms because their setup really hasn't changed with like the batch tanks and stuff mm-hmm. was like every week Taking like unscrewing unions, closing valves, yep. taking tanks outside, power washing them out, everything. Yeah. Right now, nothing. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I've taken a batch tank <laughs> off, not even. Yeah, you know, I mean, like just right in place, clean once in a while because I feel good about myself spraying something in there to clean it, but not yeah. even really needed. It's crazy. On uh, advice for growers that are you mm-hmm. know kind of debating between blended line and pro line, what do you think the size of the garden is? For Proline, or do you think that, you know, is there a certain size for Proline that they should? I don't think be? it's based on size. I, I, you know, if someone is used to salts, I would obviously push them to the Proline. If, if they've been on uh, a liquid line, I would start on the liquid line to get them into it. I don't want someone to go to the pro line and they get discouraged because there is a small learning curve and I don't want them to go sideways and go back to what they were doing. So to get them on the blended line, they see it, they see how clean it is. Um, and then from there again, making one change at a time and moving up from there is, is, I've seen the least amount of problems go in that direction. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would agree. I think it's uh, sizing a little bit, like for the guy in a four by eight tent at home or a four by four yeah. tent, like just getting some jugs of the blended. That's already if, if you're a novice too, like you know trying to trying to weigh salts out and properly mix those, which I always suggest making stock concentrates even with the salts. I just feel like that's the proper 100%. way to do it. You know, hundred yeah. percent. Even if you're a home grower, make stock concentrates. Hundred percent. Chart is on AthenaProducts.com. Yep. It's, yep. it's amazing chart. It, it simplifies, and you can mix off a resi in a matter of a minute. Minutes, and yep. and so like 
I think for that person at home, I would push them more towards blended line, yep. right? Yeah, and, okay. and I do know people, bigger scale caregiver market, they use the blended line of veg. And then they go over to ProLine and, and flower, right? Yeah. Like, like that's, yeah, that's, I've it, that's it. it. Which I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. Yep. It just, it, it added another step. So I just went all pro. Yeah. But I mean, it does, it works very well. I yeah. think, I think what he touched on though too is huge. Like even in a bigger scale, even bigger caregiver market or in, when you go into like a recreational facility, yep. it's about what are the people used to, right? Like yeah. I, I have, um, I have a, a couple of people I've worked with that they, they're, they're people that run the veg are used to, right? They're either newer or they're used to bottles. Yeah, so, so sure. they're just going to let them do what they do. Yeah. Right. And, and so I, I get that. Like I, I want I them to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to take them out of their comfort zone. That's where I've seen issues and problems. And, you know, we want to get to that point, but we want to get their feet wet on blended. And then we can make steps and get them educated up to the pro line, which that's, that's our whole trajectory. And our end goal is to get them on the pro line. Well, it's funny because the pro line is way easier in my oh, yeah. opinion, <laughs> right? It is. Like, it you is. got more bottles, you got CalMag, you got PK booster, right? And that's mm -hmm. all needed. Right. Because because the way that that's made compared yep. to the you know non chelated versus chelated. Right. Like there's a there's a difference there. So, um, you know, EC is going to be a little bit different between the two as well. Like, you know, people freak out when we're running these high ECs and it's not just with, you know, salt lines have to be clean to be able to run that high of an EC. Right. Number yeah. one. And number two, there's a difference in how a liquid's made compared to a granular. A lot of people are like, I run whatever this bottle and I only got to run one point seven. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's because we're talking about chelated versus non chelated. Yeah. Availability different right like it's it's not the same so but i think the end game for ease of use is pro line 100 two part like we're working on something uh we've been working on something for the last 12 months it's uh you know we have a usually have a 10 pound pell mm -hmm. what we did was we made we, we're trying to get more environmental friendly because as cannabis cultivators in our culture where we come from you know, we're, we're like, you, you know, we're kind of a little hippie ish. You right. Know? And, yeah. and, and, and especially myself, you know, we're, we're pretty big hippies and I really want to go toward this direction, just like we used on the new cuts cloning gel. It's environmental uh, friendly packaging, um, that's biodegradable. And then also with the 10 pound package, we're using these plastic bins right now. And I'm looking at these plastic bins, Where like, they what a waste, yeah. you know? So what we did was dropping 2022 beginning January. We've been working on it for 12 months. We bought this like a quarter million dollar packaging machine. Okay. And what it does is it weighs out two pound bags. And what you do is you have five two pound bags in a 10 pound box. So you get another, you, know, you went from that plastic to a cardboard box mm -hmm. with five two pound weighed out exactly precise um, pro line. Which and is perfect for. A one gallon jug. Exactly. So what you do? Exactly. Is you? I know. I, I knew you where you're going, going. This right away. I'm like, sick. This is, so the home grower, so right, is the guy buying the ten pound jugs to exactly. begin with, right? Small scale. Yep. So now you're making it easier. Yep. So you're he's going got two pounds to one. He's got his old one gallon jug Love that it. maybe used with some other nutrient line or wherever, and maybe bought it online. Who I don't care. And he just reuses that jug. He opens yep. up a two pound pouch, pours it in the one gallon, takes water, shakes it up. Yeah, so and don't throw away those old, don't throw away those old bottles, right? Don't throw away the old bottles. <laughs> they'll serve, they'll serve and, and you just need one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so that's for the ten pound, and then at the same time we're dropping, we're dropping the twenty five pound bucket, which we were selling a twenty five pound bucket, and that has, what was it, uh, five five pound uh, bags in it. Nice. Yep. So you remember the two and a half gallon jugs? Yep. yep. Five with two and a half gallons. 
two Perfect. pounds, two pounds per gallon. Perfect. Now you got the two and a half gallon jug. Yep. Mix that up. And you're just making nutrients at home, yep. and you're recycling all your plastic bottles. It's huge. It's sick. Not yeah. buying water. Little, little changes too, like it's right, perfect. like yeah. You know, I mean, it's not. It's just uh, thinking about the homeowner, no, making which, it easier. Yeah, making like, it easier, making it less expensive, and being environmental friendly. Right. You I know? mean, I can't get over the squeeze bottle, bro. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I was sitting at home, like uh, you know how, like I mean, my my jaw dropped when they put sour cream in a squeeze tube bottle. Like my life just got like <laughs> so easier. So now, like I just I you know I don't I can't tell you how many people hit me up they're like i can't believe nobody thought of that yeah like, why did tell yeah. i know <laughs> hey you know what i'd like to take any kind of credit for that but that was literally walt at jungle boys nice you know walt yeah. hitting us up he's like well first it started with like a toothpaste tube he's like hey can we put in a toothpaste tube and i like me coming from the hydroponics industry and running a hydro store for like you know forever i'm like dude i can't merchandise a toothpaste tube <laughs> you know <laughs> so i'm like Christ. how are you gonna hold that in like uh in like a case or something but then like rob put some work in found these tubes that were merchandisable that hold straight up and down yep. so it's perfect for the hydro yeah, it's shops just like what sick. you put in your fridge bro it's, it's yeah it's literally it's sick so, it's awesome that was one of the sickest that 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 podcast with walt talking about the yeah that, that dude was, one of my favorites one of the favorites bro one of my favorites that yeah. over there is crazy with their nursery dude dude crazy i was that, that was on repeat i think i listened to that one twice yeah <laughs> I, well i went over there and because we were doing oh so we'll drop i mean we're we're writing the jungle boy book right, right. so yep. i convinced ivan we're you know, after it didn't take, yeah, convinced Ivan into writing didn't a book. Didn't take a lot of convincing. Well, it, it did a little bit. I mean, definitely for the crew because they don't, they're thinking about it, you know, like we just give all our information out. Right. Anyways. They've been open book. They've yeah. been open book for years. So, so I'm, we're over there, you know, shooting this Jungle Boy book and we start at the nursery for clones, SOP, top to bottom, how they start, you know, doing this whole thing and all these pictures. And then while I'm there, I'm talking to Mike and he's telling me his whole process. I'm like, you know how many phenos they have in the bank what they do how they bring them out how they drop them then they kill all the moms and they do a secret just this like dude, a two quick years, drop two years they didn't have a bug in there something dude, like that they, yeah. they said in there it was yeah, like two, two years. years bro it's yeah. crazy like that's you know what, uh, i was laughing because they, they said something about like people would come over to help them and they're like they, people think they're going there to help yeah. right but yeah. they're going we don't want you in here. We're, we're clean. Like, yeah. That's cool. You want to yeah, come yeah. over from the flower facility and help us. That's the great, yeah. great podcast. So I called Ivan. I was like, hey, can I do a podcast with these fools? Like, this is sick as fuck. Sick, bro. And I was like, yeah. To really see what goes on behind, you know, one of the, probably the top leading, you know, cultivators out there. What really goes on behind the scenes? Because I don't think a lot of people understand. They go no. buy a bag of whatever their flower from the store and they're like, you know, yeah. whatever. And like, you don't know what went into that Mike, Larry Cross or that TK, whatever. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. It's yeah. impressive. Crazy. It's impressive. really impressive what yeah. they do. Yeah. It's cool. Um, this is a, this is a big one and I get it all the time and you know, I go back and forth on it. Do who, do you have to pH your foiler feeds? I don't. I don't. No. I don't either. But no. the thing is, I call Chris Duran. Like he's on. <laughs> he's you know. He's like UC Davis. Like fifteen years. Like actually knows the fuck he's talking about. Gee. Straight gangster. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, hey, I ask him this question. He's like, yeah, you should pH like five five to six zero. And so we do it. And then Steve, you know, uh, Steve Huff, that answers all the DMs. Like thirty year veteran, never pH his spoiler feed in thirty years. Yeah. You know. Goes home, pHs his foliar feed, and like fries all the tips of his fucking plant. <laughs> I don't, I don't foliar. I've used straight RO water. I've used my well water. 
I don't, I just, I, you don't I, pH your foliar feeds. I don't pH. I no. use Me stack. Neither. I use stack and an IPM. It's like pH three. Monosilicic acid. I don't even, yeah, I don't, you I don't, don't even look. No, I mean, <laughs> I I've seen it, look. you know, I've seen it three to seven and it doesn't, you know, it's, I know uh, a lot of people necessary. that feed a lot of monosilicic acid in their foliar feeds and they don't pH and no. that's probably like two to three, whatever. It's, it yeah, it's it like a three to. pH yeah, at the end of it. And so I'm, There'll be you, argument there all day. Yeah, hundred percent. Whatever's working for you again, like if you're doing it, it's working. Sweet. I know what's worked for me, and I've never touched it. It's I'm no with need you to. on that. Yeah, no need to. If I went home and changed something up and it fried my tips, well, I'm telling you, I'm not doing that again. No, I'm, you know, whatever I see with my own eyes is what I'm gonna how I'm gonna react. Yeah, right. So That's I super think, important. So. I mean, we just do a hard of what we see in the garden. I mean, yeah. you've been growing, you know, 15 years. Yeah. You. You know, Same. I've been growing a long time. Steve Huff, you know, in the DMs, 30-year veteran, you know, never pH'd his foliar feed in his entire 30 years of cultivating, goes home, pH's his foliar feed, and fucking <laughs> fries all his tips. Yeah. So I think we just come to the conclusion Simplicity, and get this over with. Step, no. You, know? you don't pH your foliar feeds. No, no, I, I would. I don't. I, again, I'm going to... I don't pH. I, I never have. I've never pH my foliar feeds. And I foliar feed a lot. Greenhouses. Yeah. I'm in there with twice with uh, a, twice with, a week. Yeah. Huge atomizers, backpack, and I've used them through every different kind yeah. of atomizer or backpack sprayer. I've in yeah. I've never Graco, whatever the, you use doesn't matter. No, we. It's just I just you know so deep into it just because we've had this controversial thing you know through here yeah. through our our staff here. Like, do like, what is it? Like, do we, you know, but it's, it's not, you don't I do mean, it. we're sitting here saying no, and we've all had the same experience. And we got an experience of a guy who did in Friday's life. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, so. I think it was just too, maybe too much, uh, you know, what is the, what is the acid, um, too much pH up. Yeah. Know, so yeah. It, uh, too much did base something. for sure. What are the benefits of using Athena versus using a living soil method? I mean, <sighs> For me personally, because I've I, we uh, <clears throat> I've done plenty of living soil ferments. Um, cleanliness, number one, for sure. Mm -hmm. Cleanliness um, and ease and easy use, uh, for sure. Um, pests too. Anytime yeah. you get into living soil, I mean your pests are gonna be. Um, They're gonna be. I there. got mad love for my organic growers. Still got a lot of guys in the greenhouses that, and I'm. I got plenty of friends doing it up. But man, it's a lot of work. I mean, they're better growers than yeah, yeah. salt growers. It's hard. It's a, it's a yeah, lot it's of work. You got to be somebody. I heard this on. I'm stealing a line from one of the many a podcast I listen to. You got to be two, three weeks ahead of your plants. Hundred mm -hmm. percent, all the time. Yep. And yeah. a repeatability. Yep. Yeah. You know, to repeat the the organic. You know, that came from Chris Duran. Yep. You mm -hmm. know, repeating it is is very difficult. That's been my experience. Yep. That's been my experience. We did a project this summer. <clears throat> we ran living soil. Uh, let it expire about week four flower and then continue with proline on a drip in a greenhouse. Great results. You know, was it necessary? No, we just had a bunch of living soil we wanted to get rid of, yeah. you know, but a um, lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. Of work. And a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of money. That's a whole different topic. That's a lot of money. So, as of right now, are you preferring LED or HID? LED. LED all day. Oh, yeah. LED, LED all day. I, I, There's I, a lot of reasons why, though, too. Yeah. You know, safety. I mean, we, we've seen a lot of bulbs being popped. I mean, that <clears throat> that scale, even at home, I mean, that it's just, that's a frightening thing that I've seen, you know, homies go through, facilities go through, Jungle Boys have gone through it. It's, uh, 
it, it, it's there's a risk with it. It's a glass. small. It's it's hot glass. It's it's a glass. small risk. I mean, it's, it's it's efficiency. I mean, efficiency, efficiency obviously yeah. too, right? Oh, 100%. percent. And the ability to spread energy across a large surface area. I you think, know, you you're gaining like forty percent efficiency when you drop the light from three foot above or four foot above the canopy to you know twelve inches above the canopy. Yeah. So you're, we you're, just have more end product, you know, deeper into the canopy that. You I know. think that I think how how far it penetrates in the canopy, 100%. what you can do with LEDs is, is different. And yeah. I th- I think, uh, you know, safety with glass. I mean, I come from the food industry where mm-hmm. glass and brittle plastics are no go anywhere. And I so yeah. when anytime I see glass, I'm just like, especially hanging over your sellable product, <laughs> I just don't. You know what I mean? But efficiency is a huge one too, for sure. Yeah, you know, for, we we just uh, we just started kind of talking, but uh, Dankums is not here. Yeah, why COVID? Max. COVID, bro. He's in bed. Shout out to Max. We miss you, dog. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he was actually going to join via TV, but then uh, called us like a few hours ago and just not happening. Yeah, he's a, he's a wealth of knowledge, dude. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's a wealth of knowledge, yeah. man. Like, can't, yeah. That's why he's on the team. Yeah, he's a wealth of knowledge. This he's question was it. for Dankums. Um, and I'm sure you can answer it, Dylan, since you guys are so close. Um, can you talk about the switch from topping and super cropping plants to single top plants? Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Like uh, Max just did a run on tops, right? Like uh, one in a while, and he's at you know I I started non topping about uh, I don't know maybe a year ago. I started doing some runs non topping, comparing it to tops, right? Again, I'm not going to change my what's been working for me. Mm-hmm. Flat canopies uh, uh, as opposed to getting more of the mount, a little bit of a mountain top, right? Yeah. But what we're finding, and and um, I'm sure Max would agree with me if he was here, is better light penetration man for sure like you're you're getting i'm seeing better light penetration um on i'm seeing the canopies fill out and as far as like you know the old pounds per light which i hate that term but <laughs> is, is 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 more I'm, I'm getting better quality flower um in my opinion and when i say better quality flower i feel like i'm just getting better light penetration down yeah. into the canopy as opposed mm-hmm. to a topped flat canopy yeah right um and uh I feel like I get a little bit better airflow out of that canopy too, which is huge. Um, less eat, labor. Less labor. Way less labor. No yeah. topping. You know, I we we've done rows of top next to untopped, right? For sure, and uh, less labor. Way less labor. No training. Literally ten day veg and flip. Most mm-hmm. part, put a clone in, veg it. Ten days flip. I've been uh, going over to the factory, and Roach has been really geeking out on plant count. Mm-hmm. You know, plant per square foot. Mm-hmm. He's also been geeking out on no topping, mm-hmm. and he's seen the exact same things you guys are talking about. Yep. You know, he we you know, usually they're at one plant per square foot. Yep. So four across a five foot bench, yep. or five across a five foot bench. Yep. Yeah. You know, one by you know one, and then now he's going three across. A five foot bench, so it's like what one point eight? Because you're letting those those branching yeah. too. It just you know you get the right genetics that branch and it's yep. uh, it's you could get that bottom up to the top and so he's getting canopy. you know he's got the it, I mean it doesn't look as sexy. No, you know? it doesn't. No, no. I mean, the, the, the you look the, at some of their canopy shots. Oh, from, I mean, so it's, sexy! It's like that that like you know that military top cut. Yeah, it's beautiful, I mean, it's beautiful, yeah. but comes at the cost of labor for sure. It costs labor, but he's saving forty percent on his rock wool. Right. Yeah. 40% on it, you know, 40% Nutrients. less stripping. Yep. 40% on his rock wool. Easier to strip. Easier yeah. to deleaf. Yeah. When yeah. you just have to follow a branch up, 
you just let that plant grow straight up. And this is one of the things I've been I've been seeing. And I my 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 couple of people that work for me that help me in my rooms, personally, are like same thing. They're like, man, when you don't top these plants and you just let them do it, and you get those the you can follow a branch up and just go pluck pluck pluck. You're not following something that's woven through a net over here, and then yeah. it's woven through another. Let it it it, it creates. It's it just you get better penetration. It's uniformity, I guess, and, would be the word, right? Yeah, like uniformity, uniformity. But what's crazy is like his veg times haven't really changed that much. No, I mean, are yeah. you changing your veg no. times with veg the free time, plant? Veg time. Well, you're not. You're also not doing that little bit of low stress training when you're when you're cropping, right? Which yeah. for a day will maybe put them down for the count. They don't ever stop drinking, yeah. and they just shoot up like fast, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, if you if in a large square. Well, I mean, how many how many plants they're running per room? I mean, how, how long does it take for somebody to go through and pinch a top times thousands? Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, look at the labor there. <laughs> I mean, you got the topping. And how how you happy just, did you you just make that person that doesn't have to do that anymore? It changes the game. <laughs> it changes yeah. their yeah. life. They're yeah. like, I've got to go through. It changes and, the facility. Yeah, yeah. you know, plant so count goes down forty percent. And then it, and then, and then it goes back to why did we start doing that? The more of that, like I know for yeah. me, I hopped on Google back in the day or talk to somebody i can't even remember why i started doing it if you if you bend it over and let the lowers come up if you pinch it and right like the, it was just what we did because somebody told us to do it yeah right yeah. and now more people and the jungle boys at the you guys are doing a really good job of actually rnding stuff over and over and over and over Validating and over and that's it, what i like really. it's like we're 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 not just going off like what a guy told him that he did once six years ago that really worked we're, we're testing things over and over and over. Yeah, and what's crazy is like when the Jungle Boys are R&Ding something, they got like nine facilities with like eight rooms in each facility. So they're coming down several times a week. So it's <laughs> like they're getting data, yeah, yeah. Fast, you know, fast. fast. We're not taking, you know, like me, it'd take me a year to com you know, compile something like that. They can do it in a month. Yeah, yeah it's right? just like there's so many come downs. So you're going to do it like, you know, Roach is like, I'm doing this room like this, this room like this, this room like this, this room like this. And it's like, bam, 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 bam. Right. You know, just getting it right away. It's yeah. it's Dude, insane. That, that cut on Rockwell is huge. You're going from five to three. That's forty percent percent on a huge. large scale. Do that. Do the math on that. I mean, if you got two thousand plants in a room, and you're and you're you're uh, for a six by six Hugo, you're a dollar seventy one. Mm -hmm. You know, at, at, at a, that's what they that's what they're selling for. A dollar yep. seventy one yep. times two thousand each run. Yeah, I that's mean, crazy thirty four hundred dollars a run. A run yeah, it's, it's times a how many times a week? Or whatever, uh, you know. Or, say, or, say coming down once a week. Once a week. So there's yeah. there's ten grand, ten twelve grand a month. Yeah, exactly. plus labor on top of that. Plus labor on stripping and no no topping. So all the big facilities listening to this, if you listen to this, <laughs> yeah, they're, <like> <laughs> they're all gonna be changing hey. up, or we're going three wide. <laughs> Less is more. You know, but uh, a lot of things got to be. You you got to you got again though. You got to have your environment, plants, everything got to be dialed into. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the stuff that I talk about, and I, I I spend a lot of time talking with people about this. It's like, listen, my rooms are dialed in, dude. I run high, crazy high PPFD with the Lux lights, crazy high at the mm -hmm. canopy, pushing that VPD hard, pushing the EC, pushing the drybacks hard. And the only reason I'm able to get away with half that because my environments are dialed it's in. Dialed. If you're in a basement where it's like you don't even have a dehue and you're, you're, it's all don't over the place, the don't, you know, yeah. go on the safe side yeah. for sure. Once you hit that ceiling and, and you have your environmentals dialed, your climate, your irrigation, at that point, you could start making these fine adjustments, which, again, are going to simplify. Less is more. And for the most part, you're going to see the same, if not better, yields. So that's... You know, it's huge. It's, it's, it's huge. game changer. It's game. Coltsline versus Grodan. 
Colty wool. Colty wool. I didn't know there was a Colty wool. What is Colty wool? I've always used Grodan. Yeah, Grodan. It's just been my go-to. Yeah. You're using I mean, cocoa. I'm cocoa. I've yeah, been I, cocoa. I, I, I cocoa, I so I Grodan and then on top of cocoa a lot of times. So I'll four, like four-inch block, mm-hmm. drop on top of one gallon. Yep. One yeah. gallon pot. I'm oh. a cocoa fiend, dude. You can't and get if, me off And it. if they're in Grodan, I really say you, you need to be on Arroyo. What you do know? you use for cocoa? I import my <laughs> shit from Sri Lanka. There you go. <laughs> I buy containers, eighteen hundred bags of container. I think I spend like sixty three hundred dollars on a container, but the shipping's like fucking ten grand right now. It's crazy. So I spend like sixteen thousand dollars on a forty foot high queue of eighteen hundred bags of fifty liter cocoa. Pith or pith and chip? Pure cocoa. Pure, pure, pure cocoa. cocoa. Yeah. Pure cocoa. Pretty fine gra- uh, grain, like just more similar to like, like the yeah, more like a can of cocoa. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, um, it's all clean. Yeah. You know, it's really good. I think, I've been I think getting, like it clean, getting it clean is hard. Very I've hard. definitely got, and I'm not going to say names, but I've got, I do quick fills, right? And I've got some that I'm like, it, it takes me 500 gallons in a 20 lighter to get the pH and the EC right in the in the bag. Sometimes it's just the EC crazy. value of the cocoa is gnarly, bro. Dude, gnarly. Coming yeah. out like 6.9 EC, I'm like, Whoa. It's also changed this year with COVID and all this shit. It's definitely, we've seen uh, a swing in quality of cocoa. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, you mean you can, if you can get it. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. At a large scale, for sure. I mean, it's it's definitely tough. I'd, I'd say, I mean, I've, I've always used Grodan, though, as far as wool goes. I mean, I just, I've always had pretty consistent results with it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to do some rock roll ones. Even on, up. even on my small spots, like I'll, I'll buy a container of cocoa and I'll just like send it to my grow and I'll just put it, you know, somewhere and yeah. I'll just pull off it all year. And just because like this, the hassle and it's like $6,300 for a container, it's $3 and 50 cents a bag. Yeah. Fuck That's it. Crazy. You mm-hmm. know, I'll just buy direct. I buy bulk. Yeah, I bulk everything. I got a, I got pallets. I get, I'm, I'm, I'm over going to the grow store and, and, and getting a bag at a time. Yeah, I'll just go there and say, just give me a pallet. Yeah, right. Like, just give me a pallet and let me just store it. I got dry storage, and keep it out of the, the weather a little bit and, and just pull off it as needed. You know. What are your recommendations feeding times? Like, what's your irrigation strategy in a six by six rock wool right now? Uh, six by six, I'm usually doing, I would have to go look at, I got a chart at home for Grodan for the, what, what 2%, 4%, 6% is, but typically I'm starting off and my, my irrigation strategy in rock and cocoa is actually, if the plant size is right, is not that different. Very similar. So, so I'm usually doing two to 3% shots during my P1, which starts two hours after lights on. I'm going to hit them with a two to 3% shot every 15 minutes to, to run off. I want to see, uh, usually, you know, 20% runoff or so somewhere around there. And, and, um, you know, I want to keep my, my core EC at that point, somewhere between five to eight, depending on the genetic. Right. And, and that's in rock wool. If the plants are sized, right. That's all they get. I don't do P2s during stretch. You know, yeah. I try not to, I try to yeah. let them dry back. I want to see like massive drybacks. What you typically see like six to nine shots on that P1 to get to field capacity. Yeah. Usually, usually, um, usually it's usually nine, at least nine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I like the smaller shots hundred percent, to get up to field capacity yep. and, and to run off as opposed to doing like 6% bigger yes. shots. Now, I if agree. you're, if you're in a bigger pot, I know guys steering in larger cocoa, they're using the, what are they? The big, um, the slabs. Uh-huh. Sometimes their plants are a little too small for the slabs. You may not need that as much. That's where you got to get some sensors and some tools, but exactly. Yeah, that's during stretch. And then I don't change anything for swell. I mean, everybody's a little bit different when it comes to this stuff, but my P1 stays the same for the most part. P2 during swell. <laughs> 
um, I'm going to ramp up and, and usually do some, again, two to three percent shots. Um, and usually I'll set those uh, about on the hour, every hour, about an hour after that P1. Yep. Right. And I just want to keep that. I want to keep that moisture level uh, consistent w- within that block. Maybe see a, a two to four percent drop. Yeah. Um, you know, I as far as tools go to, I just got to I don't I use sensors. I use tools. But I, I still do a lot by, like, feel, look at the plant, and I'm reading the plants. How the like, plant height of the fan leaves, where they're at, yep, you know. Yep, how, where the stretch is. <laughs> yep. You know, typically I don't switch over to vegetative steering or swell, whatever you want to call it, until um, after stretch is done, when yep. those plants have stopped like stretching. Week, week three. Let them go sometimes, through Sometimes, yeah, week three, sometimes week four. Mm-hmm. I mean, GMO crosses, they just, after strip, they'll still just take off yeah. and do another foot. And I keep hitting that zone. At and generatively, right? Yeah. Like yeah. until they're done producing flower sites, yep. then I'm switching over to the yep. veg. Now this question: uh, <laughs> How do you get such monster nugs of every strain? I think this is for Dylan. <laughs> Good, genetics. Good genetics, or genetics. SOP, or environment, or everything. Genetics. So again, I mean, um, it's it's environment is huge right like, like we can't we can't we can't i think i That's think for me it's it's genetics it, you're what you're feeding food to whatever plant is important so you know a stable stable nutrient line pro line for me um you know good sops i mean yeah i, I would say everything right like you got to have a dialed in environment yeah you can't push 11 to 1300 ppfd at the canopy with with you know with a 645 or an 860 860 and and not have co2 in the room and and have your humidity and your temperature off you're gonna screw and it's not gonna be good those ratios all have to be on point they do to to really to really to really get not only like a monster (laughs) to get the consistency right throughout the room over and over and over again like a lot of the guys that i look up to and and follow some in the some commercial growers some in the in the trap that it's just consistency that i want to see like everybody can have a good run once in a while dude i mean back in the day i can when all the stars aligned and i hit everything right and i was hand watering and i had the time to get up and run in twice a day and hit that thing twice in the afternoon during great results once in a while but not consistently it's like once every two years dude i had a good run you know so Who's doing it consistently? That's what I'm looking at. And that's what we preach, I think, the most, or at least we try to have the team, you know, really preach and follow consistency. I mean, it's, again, it goes back to programming that plant and sticking to a solid schedule. You know, that's why P1, P2, P3, if we could follow that schedule and have, you know, we could change the duration of the feed, Mm -hmm. but if we could start water at the same time for an entire cycle, they want that. The consistency of the lights, of the environment, of your irrigation strategy goes a really long ways. And I think that's a huge point, right? Like there are some things that always stay the same. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, like my Uh environment is always dialed in. My CO2 levels that I run are always about the same, right? Like I'm coming in 11, 1200 parts per million and I'm ramping up to somewhere 1500 right in that range almost every single time during Mm -hmm. swell. Mm -hmm. And I don't change a lot as far as that goes, right? My cleaning practices, Mm -hmm. um, how I I clean my rooms to keep everything because, you know, there's things going around now between pests and viroids where, hey, bro, you, you want monster dogs. 
cleaning yeah. and sanitation is huge, right? So Clean is a hospital. Exactly. And then the feed, to your point, the feed EC, right? Like in, in what we're doing and runoff. And that's all a little relative because it changes with the plant size. Is it appropriate size in the pot? Yes. Am I running two gallons? Am I running a six inch Hugo? So sometimes that, that can change up a little bit, right? But I mean, the feed is always the same. Yep. We're starting them off getting fed for me two hours after lights on. Yep. And they're always getting the same type of shot. They're always getting the same food. Yep. Which is important, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want to, those plants want the same thing all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So that's that's where we've seen the best results with consistency. It's just flatline. If you look at, again, I watch, if I, the guys that I follow that are, that do well, that I look up to, those are the things I look at. They don't, they aren't changing things up every month and going and grabbing this nutrient. Now they just, now they're under metal halides and their CMHs and now they're back under LED. They're, they're consistent, man. Yeah. Either usually HPS or LED, but other than that, everything's the same. 100%. And they dial it in, right? Yeah. I'm sure you've got plenty of calls, text messages. I'm, I'm sure everybody here in this facility has about, hey, I tried this out and it, it, it the ProLine sucked. I gave it one run. And I'm like, one run? Like, what do you... <laughs> and I used to be that same guy. I'm like, one run? Like, you think that's not magic in a bag like you gotta yeah we gotta better and better exactly you have to dial things in too right curve you got to go through the learning curve you know and that goes for anything i mean any no matter what you're running i mean you can't just make your your you can't make your your basis off of one run like Mm -hmm. with climate control what are the best uh ac slash dehumidification setups that that you've run Mm. (laughs) um I personally like uh, like I'm a Quest guy, so like there's all this you know there's Quest and in there's you know mm-hmm. reheat there's all this stuff out there right yeah so like I'm a Quest guy, caregiver you know trap more so than anything else I've yeah. heard good things about reheat and commercial facilities mm-hmm. I know the Jungle Boys got some crazy tech over there with their rooms too like freezer coolers and whatever else they're doing over there right um, ACs I I hate mini splits. Yep. I'm just going to say that for the record. I hate mini splits. <laughs> I used to. I, I own a mini split company. <laughs> <laughs> I they work. Do not, they, they, they work, uh, but they're such like a microbial headache, nightmare, s- swings. Like I, So I just, and that's just again. my experience with them, man. I'm no, not, back I, to consistency. I, the, my first company I started was Aura Systems. You know? Remember that? I uh, rocked them. Yeah, you, uh, you used yeah. them. Of course, I used them. Yeah, of course. But I mean, yeah, no. they. Uh, you know what's great about the mini splits they recirculate the air in the room yeah and look like this is it we're not sales pitch this like <laughs> yeah mini, no. we, we we all we all agree mini splits suck <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that but you know this was like 10 12 years ago when yeah. i started this company you know but even for you know for uh, the home guy though home like guy, yeah you're not gonna crushes. put a you're not gonna put a five tone on six no. lights like you know yeah. what i mean like but also you could take a mini split quick connect and it could be up and running in a matter of exactly you know, a couple hours. no no like, it's it, a game changer for that platform and recirculates the in the room I, and, so, yeah, and yeah, as, a, as a disclosure i have a room where i use mini splits that's sure. where my experience Just of me like saying them. I don't like them comes from because they're constantly having to be clean. Yeah. They yeah. don't really filter anything. You've got a mesh screen on top. What is that? I want a HEPA yeah. filter. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, but but they're but they have their place. Yeah, yeah the will the will builds up mold uh, mold yeah. and oh. shit. And if you don't clean out the wheel consistently, you're just blowing mold. Number number room. one thing I get in yeah. my inbox. I got PM and I can't figure out why my rooms and I'm like 
have you looked in your mini split wheel? Take a flashlight, and they'll send me pictures, and I'm like, just black. Like they yeah. they take they take a foam cleaner in there, and it's just, and they're like, oh my god, thank you so much. So a lot of times, it's just, again, it's about sharing the experience, right? What yeah. have we seen in the field? What, what have we seen? Through. What worked? What worked? Yeah. You know, I'm a I like I like um, I like air con I like units, right? I want five ton usually per twenty LEDs is what I'm seeing works pretty good. Mm -hmm. So which is crazy, right? Like five tons to twenty. 20 LEDs, that's like, still blows my mind coming from the HPS world. Efficiency, it's amazing what LEDs do. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, like a gauge on how big of a, you know, we have this one question. We're starting a facility in Michigan and we're finding it hard to regulate humidity. What are some of the good solutions? I mean, you just went over at Quest. Quest. But is um, there like a configuration of like size to the room with the Quest? Yeah. So I'm, I like to go overboard. Um, and it, obviously this would depend. Are we talking, a, I've been in some, 100 200 light rooms in michigan and i've been in some 40 i've been in some 40 light rooms right so um i, I think it depends on the size of the room i am a i am a firm believer in smaller dehues and more of them as opposed to just one or two giant dehues you will get monster swings um i've seen it personally I've, I've worked with a lot of people that have they got one or two huge quests in their rooms and they just when they turn on dude they're shocking the temperature the eight they're having humidity spikes heat spikes cooling spikes um and uh they can't keep it consistent so typically um like we just put up a 27 light lux 645 room we put six quest 165s in there they're zoned into three zones they're placed in all four corners of the room and one split right down the middle so i i like having even zoned dehumidification in the room yeah i seen that at jungle boys as well yep. they you know they they separate them and and put multi zone them because you only, yeah. and i like to fight them and so like i'll set like if i have uh another 15 light lux room um and in that simple room uh, i have two two quest 165s and i think i have a 225 in there and i'll set them offset points right so let's say my humidity 70 percent during the day and 65 percent at night just as an example that's that's dhu one dhu two is going to be set at 72 percent and 67 percent right so just two points higher so i don't have a swing it stays right in that two percent all the time because because they have they have what is it hot start or cold start where the compressor shut mm -hmm. off and then they and you'll get those huge spikes where it can't turn right back on so your room will fly up with humidity and by the time they turn back on you just went from 68 to 85 percent and you'll it'll constantly do that so that just, makes a lot of sense yeah more yeah. more smaller ones reheats a whole other topic but do you think there's a correlation with pm in your room when cooling down your room too quick on your night cycle uh, I'll take it back to what we kind of just touched on. I think personally that it's, it's that lights off and huge humidity spikes. And then, and then if people are running differentials, which is a whole different topic, I don't run differentials at night till the end of flower. I don't run differentials. My rooms stay consistent with, with humidity and temperature, right? That's just what I found works best so for you, me. You, you don't run a temp drop. No. So you just I run it. What do you run in your rooms right now? So like uh I just and again it changes a little bit every time because I um I have a lot of, of rooms that I can mess around with, right? And uh so I just did a run. We just got through stretch. We ran eighty six degrees, eighty percent humidity, day and night for the first three weeks. Yeah. Right. Nice. Just just like keeping it right at that like one one KPA point eight, like hot, humid. 
uh, for me, cuts down the stretch, don't get near as much stretch. And for microbial stuff, the powder mildew loves low temperatures and high humidity. You, you know, in the fall time in Michigan, you go mm-hmm. outside and it's like October hits, you start getting those cold nights with 95% humidity. That's where you'll start seeing PM everywhere outside on the grass, yeah. the plants. So I take that into my grow room and I don't like those swings. So it's the, I think it's the swings to answer that yeah, question. Like 100%. At I agree with that. So yeah, like you sure. got to have yeah. the dehues in place to really kick in right like uh like what at lights off that that's where you need to be able to stagger and bring it down and not let it jump because if you just have one big dehue and it lights off they start to transpire and you bring it down and that big 506 brings it down easy then it shuts off and it can't run for five minutes or whatever it is dude that humidity flies up and 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 then the ac's working and you're cooling your temps and you got this high humidity and that's um, where the PM and that's comes a from huge in. point that you made that I that I, I I definitely preach a lot is running hotter rooms. You know, you you yeah. have to on LEDs. You know, and I guy the other day, you know, he was at you know seventy five to seventy eight. I'm like, no, but you need to be eighty two to eighty six. Yep. And he yep. was like, what? Yep. He's like, I can't run that hot. It's that old. Te- it's that old thought yeah. though. They're yeah. going from HPS. They and that's that because that's HPS numbers, right? Yeah. Like that's totally HPS mm-hmm. numbers. And so we deal with a lot of people. I do personally that run both, and they get. You're 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 trying to change their mind on the way totally. they've been running their rooms for years. Mm-hmm. But under LEDs as well, you know they we see such a faster growth rate you know they're able to transpire more they're able to it just goes into overdrive when you could run that temp and that humidity and those ratios are on point it's amazing what the plant does from what you know we saw under de's yep uh, yep and and after that first three weeks running that hot like we mm -hmm. just stripped and now we're gonna really go in and start and i'm again i'm playing with things again feeds the (laughs) same everything's the same but now i'm just working on environmental stuff right so now we're gonna go down i'm taking them from that hot and humid now we're gonna go right after stretch to 80 Mm mm-hmm day and night take them down and we're going to go to probably 73 percent humidity and start taking and so i'm, I'm working on tapering more now mm-hmm. right that's what i'm kind of looking at like what effects is that having on the plants overall product for the last year i've just been running 3c from sea to harvest yeah and so great li- results i'm a little bit different i'm you know irrigation the same 3ec you know we're on the same point there i do taper down quite a bit start mm-hmm. right around week four yep um and uh Again, there, there's a million ways to do this. We're not saying that this is the way. Um, you know, you're you're at the mercy of your equipment, your room, and what you have available to make these changes. If you right. don't have the right equipment to make changes, don't make them. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you don't have, you know, you got guys wanting to be like, you know, oh, well, there's plenty of facilities that got all the tools. They're full yeah. Arroyo suite. They got all this stuff. It's like, yeah, those guys are set up to really dial things in. Yes. Not everybody... You know, the guy with the six lighter at home, you're going to be at the the mercy of what you have available, yeah. right? <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Sealed room on CO2 levels with the lights off and mm-hmm. how to manage it. Dude, I so this is another debate. <laughs> I don't exhaust. Let it go. You just never it. seen. Just hold it. So I do. You know, right. and again, there's, so there we go. There, there, there's a you know, we're not saying that, that there's one way, and that's where like a lot of you know, I, I feel for Steve. You know, he deals with you know a lot of people that want you know exact numbers and exact answers, and it's like there, there's a framework to work within. You know, there's not one number, there's not one environment point. There's again. You know, go back to the plant, read the plant, what exactly. it wants. Yeah, and that's, that's the best data 
uh, that you could find and you could use to make adjustments on. Um, I've looked at it like like I've you know um, I've thought about going in and adding a vent into one of my rooms and is it causing but like. God, just look at my the product at the end yeah. and the plants, and I'm like, why would I change anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where I've been at for the last 14 months. I'm like, dude, uh-huh. I'm not changing nothing. I'm dialed in, and because you, know you I mean? are I'm, dialed, I'm dialed in. I've got point. it, yeah. and, and I tell people, and I back to you know running the pro line, being on it. It's consistent. You can't. If you would have told me 12 months ago, I would have been like, I'm not dialed in yet, yeah. right? Like I'm still working on. But now I'm like, it's just consistent, consistent. And the guys I talk to and They'll, they'll call me and we'll go and look at their facility and they're like, man, you're, you're just consistent, right? And that's the thing that I think we need to help get people to is yeah. like the consistency, consistency but there's a lot to unravel there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot to unravel to get people to like let you just... You peel those layers of the onion, right? Yeah. Just run this, do this. It's simple. Yeah. They're like, wait, it can't be it's that too easy. easy. <laughs> you know what? They're almost programmed to... <laughs> to, 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 to the stress. <laughs> to, yeah. Growing to stressful. It has yeah. to be terrible and chaotic all the time. Time. And it was hard, and it's a headache, and now it's it's so simple, and it's it's so easy, and it's like, wait, what? How? So much more time with the plants, though, bro. Yeah, I cannot tell you like that. Or so much time, more time with the family. Family, or <laughs> yeah. able to even come out here. I wouldn't yeah. even be yeah. here, be able to leave. Seriously. Yeah. You know, I mean, because of we've you all know, been there. Yeah, I mean, uh, stuck in the trenches. Yep. Stuck, stuck hard, <laughs> and like I was able to actually get somebody trained that's able to understand because it's simple. Right, you yeah. mean you could pretty much train, and, I, and I'm set up on dosers. The help of Demeter helped me with my whole even layout, and, and like they, you know, it's like batch fertigation with Proline. Sean and Demeter, the man, super easy. Yeah, he's crushing it, dude. Yeah, he's uh, changing people's lives for you sure. He changed mine. I told him that. I sent him a message like, "Bro, you changed my life." And then after it, Max came over, saw my setup. He's like, "Bro, I gotta get on." Dank was like, "I gotta get on the." We yeah, got, we gotta get the batch yeah. fertigation Sean's, set up, right? Yeah, so Sean's. Like, uh, yeah. He's laying out my facility right now. Yeah, yeah. Sean's the man. Sick man. How, do you are you guys using stack? Yeah. Yep. Twice a week. Foliar. I love it. I've never messed around. I know it's a root enhancer. Um, no, we don't. We don't recommend feeding it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I. I just. I know people that do use it for them propagation, like cloning and whatever. And I, I've just to never tried that. Zone, but we don't recommend it. Yeah. Um, I don't like putting anything else in the root zone. Keep it, it sterile. Keep yep. it clean. Foliar is great though. Yeah. I use it. Uh, yep. All through veg to the second week of flower. Yep, all through veg. So yep. like I use it once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Once I'm and um, I'm not really doing too much veg. Like a lot of other people in veg, I clone. I get them in the trays. Um, I grow them pretty big in like mm-hmm. a one inch rodan right in yep. in the trays. Then we're bringing them in. We're actually doing a veg in place. Yep. Most rooms now just because of the way things are set up for me, that just makes the most sense. Yep. And I feel like that do that people overlook veg. They yep. want to just rush yep. veg and just flop these things in the flower and think that a certain nutrient or input's going to pull them out of like. I'm like, bro, you're you need bringing plants that can't even stand up. They're like leaning over. Yep. They weren't getting enough light. And uh, but no stack. We'll start hitting the clones right, right away. Stack and IPM. What is your cloning SOP right now? Uh, so Max has a really good one, right? Is that on this sheet? Max has a really good one. Or the the Athena, I shouldn't say Max. Athena has a really good one that I know people crush with. Mine's a little bit different, right? Like I use, I soak my cubes in um, 3EC uh, core grow solution. The same. Oh, you do crow grow. You don't do core, core bloom. No. And I know that, isn't that the, that's the Athena well, we one, right? Recommend core bloom. Right. And I know that they've tested that and I'm sure it works great. And and the only reason, again, I haven't tried it mm-hmm. is oh, because you haven't tried it. I haven't tried it oh, because shit. I get such good results with core grow. Yeah. Right. So I soak the cubes, 
not for long, like 10 minutes, I literally take the same exact veg solution. I'm not adding anything else in. It's got cleanse and balance in it. My doser fills the, 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 the batch tank. I empty it into a five-gallon bucket. I throw my cubes in there. I let them soak. And I plug. And now, hopefully, I leave with some cuts. And when <laughs> I get three, home, I'm some cuts. Three C. And then do you water how many days after that? Uh, usually, well, I'm, well, I'm watching them dry back, yeah, right? Like, so sure. sometimes bigger hammer cuts, big tops, mm-hmm. it can be two days. Yep. I'm already, I'm already right. And are so, you feeding three EC or three C? Yep. I dude, I'm just telling you, like just that's programmed from day one. Yeah. And I, yeah. I just, if I, the, I have went lower and I get purpling stems, deficiencies, leaves start to yellow. I just keep it at three. And in some I of the OGs, it. I'm even, I'll even add in a little bit more Mm-hmm. Um, grow into that res and make it like mm-hmm. three and a half of just the added half EC of more nitrogen, right? Totally. And a little bit more nitrogen. So, um, <clears throat> but that's has worked great for me, yep. man, for for a long time. Are you using the clone Lux clone LEDs? Yeah, yeah. It was funny when I, I sent some to Surfer for free, and uh, calls me up. He's like, "These clone LEDs suck," and he's like, "They're yellowing out on my plants." I'm like, "Well, what are you feeding?" You yeah, know? he's like. 0.7 EC. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah that, that, that's why. You I'm got the Ferrari like, of clone lights. You, yeah. You yeah, can't you got go the fir- in. Those clone lights definitely yeah, don't right. suck, bro. Yeah. D- no. You can't put 87 octane on that shit, bro. <laughs> no. Yeah. You got to. You got to put. You got to put fuel on it. Yeah. Right. And I'm a. I'm a firm believer, though. Whatever you're feeding moms, some of them clones can. They can handle it all day. Yeah. If yeah. you're not, if you're feeding blended at. 1.5 EC, if that's working for you to your mothers, I wouldn't suggest go ramping up to 3 EC Pro line and dunking your clones. Yeah. Because I, I know there's people out there that will probably just take take that and go run with it. So mm-hmm. whatever you're feeding moms is what I think that the, the clone should be getting. Yeah. Right? So my, my, my moms get 3 EC. Yeah. Now I told him uh, 3 EC, just hit him 3 EC and called me two weeks later. He's like, Best fucking clones I've ever had. For all the aero cloning people out there, because I'm working with aero cloners yeah. again right now. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was telling Brandon the other day, I'm like, why don't, I mean, why don't, if I was in DWC, this is all I'd be using this ProLine. It's so stable. Like I fill my aero cloner up, right? Now I've, I have used the Core Bloom. Core Bloom in the aero cloners, right? Worked with Max a little bit, talked with him. And uh, I've done it both ways. Great, it doesn't move. Yep. So like I used to mess around with the aero cloners back in the day and it was clone X and whatever else. And the, every day I'm in there like pH adjusting, pH yep. adjusting. Right. Dude, I, I don't, it's the easiest thing in the world. So like all the people out there that are into aero cloning, like, you know, it has its place for people and man, try it. It's yeah. so stable, dude. For the longest time, you, none of us grow DWC. Yep. You know, I don't do I it. did for a little bit back yeah. in the day. Jungle Boys doesn't do it. We don't really know anybody mm-hmm. doing it. Well, we know all like our homies, you know, yeah. the, the guys that we help. But I got one facility. I got yeah, one facility yeah. in, in Muskegon. <laughs> you do man, too. I, yeah. I, I visited, and there's DWC, like not even RDWC. Straight. DWC. Yeah. Straight DWC. And, 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 uh, Pro line next to what they're currently running, just so stable, bro. So hopefully, yeah. Well, we we were recommending for. I mean, we've always been recommending blended for DWC, right? And I saw there's this Instagram post. This guy is just straight fucking murdering it on Pro Line DWC. Yeah, like I want to see it. You gotta tag me. I yeah, see I will. That. I'll tag you in it. I'm just like I have a lot of local guys crushing. in Michigan on DWC and uh, some friends of mine. I'm like, dude, we gotta get you some Pro Line, dude. He was a little it. lower on the EC value. I think mm-hmm. he's like. One seven, yeah, uh, and I because that's different though, right? Like, yeah, I mean, sitting in, I know again for me in the cloner for 14 to 20 days, it's great, mm-hmm. right? If I had to like fully bloom out a plant, 
in DWC. I think it might be a little. It, yeah, it, there'll be some change. I could right? be mistaken, but I think it was around that one seven mark. But I'll maybe I'll look at it. I'll it's do just another so clean. Again. Like yeah, I do. Stable. I pump the cleanse up Very to ten stable. milliliters a gallon in the Aero Cloner, mm-hmm. and then um, that's it. What's your uh, IPM regimen right now? Uh, Athena IPM. Um, and I do break the cycle with usually like regalia. I use like regalia or something. Are but, you but, adding anything else? You could tell us. I mean, no. even if we don't offer it, no, it no, is no, what it no. Is. I use, I use, um, I use Athena IPM, uh, regalia. And then typically I have, I think I have a bottle of, what is that? Losco's plant therapy. Yeah. And, and really yeah. that in it, in a lot of the, it's a lot of essential oil based stuff anyways, but my thought process is with these mutant bugs and everything else getting resistance. Like you got to break it with something once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I keep it simple, man. Like I, I use, I have wettable sulfur if, and when I think there's ever a case to use it, wettable sulfurs super should be on the shelf, right. For, yeah. for yeah. people to use when needed. Um, but I, I'm a, maintenance at this point i'm not facing disasters and like yeah. holy shit i think i see webbing and preventative is, is right key. so twice a week yeah losco seems to be a good pair with ipm mm-hmm. yep. um i've seen a lot of guys using it to you know not together at the same time but like they do you know uh athena ipm for like two sprays and then they'll go lost coast yep. um but you know what's crazy i've learned a lot about athena ipm um the last since Vegas since Vegas <laughs> you know yeah. I mean the shit's next level like yeah. that shit kills a scorpion yeah you know it's they, it will you yeah. know and then it's dude the plants love it oh yeah so like I've used other products in the past like just using stuff up I can't even remember just I don't even remember what else I had around but um, it's a lot of times when you foliar stuff the plants don't always especially when it's more of a you know an IPM type spray or they don't heavy heavy oil. Yeah, heavy oil or yeah. just you know they they don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Like they take it, they don't but but they do that stuff, man. They just it's like they're like give me more of that. Even at you know, 120 150 mils a I, gallon. I, I've I used do it at. Yeah, I have used it. I've used it high before. Um I've recommended using a high with no issues. I personally go 75 mils a gallon. I think yeah. Preventative sixty on the bottle, heavy's 90. I yeah, shoot the middle difference. We're pretty conservative. Yep. You know, we uh we've actually tested at 180. Um, we're trying to figure out how to kill thrips, you know, and I think that 180 to 200 mLs per gallon number is where it's at. With a repetitive yeah, cycle. Yeah, thrips and... Thrips and, are... Thrips... When you get them, dude. bro, it's like you think they're gone and then they're back. And mm-hmm. Thrips and uh, hemp leaf aphid, you know, the, yes. that, you got to hit at 180 to 200 mLs per gallon mm-hmm. and you'll you'll kill them. And the thing is with, with Athena IPM, it's really not, you know, it's, it's, it's a hit on contact kill. Right. So you gotta drench the it's plant. It's not a one-time hit either. It needs no. to be a repetitive. Uh, because you, you go may miss something. Because how hard is it? Well. Honestly, to it is hard to get every leaf surface of that entire plant. Oh yeah. Yeah. It means it's seriously. I bring a mom outside. And I got my wine, and I'm just going. I'm atomizing it. But did you really get everything? So the repetitive. That's where the double spray in one day. Yes. You know? double, double triple. Spray. That's where I've you really can triple. If you have you know Shoes. hemp. You know, aphids, if you leaf aphids, you have something that is pretty gnarly, you know, spider mites. I mean, you're going to want to go through the life cycle of that bug. And yeah, I, I've, we've done triple threat in one, you know, one sitting and it, that's where we've seen to where we could knock it down and get ahead of it. That's, 
you know, it's not fun and easy. It's work, but it yeah. definitely does work. I have I have a lot of um, friends of mine, you know, people I work with and stuff like that, that love it too for the grown cocoa and dirt. They love it for gnats. Yeah. So yes. there's, and, and not so much root drench, they're using it, just spraying the top of the pots. Yeah. Totally. spraying like but repetitive yeah. check one this shit two times out. a day check like, this shit out we we so we look i can admit when we've been fucking up and we've literally <laughs> been fucking up big time you know when it comes to athena ipm because right. athena ipm is really special you know and we we haven't done the trials deep dive enough as we should have been doing like and, we've been doing on blended and pro. Yeah, I mean we've know? done deep, deep trials on uh, pro line and blended line, like just trialing and nonstop. But Jungle Boys doesn't have any bugs. Yeah. So it's like it hasn't been a problem on <laughs> so, the forefront. Yeah. You, you gotta ask him where are the like, bugs at. Where, so what do you know that's dealing with bugs? Yeah. Bro? So it's a problem. It's like if you guys have bugs, like reach out. You know, because mm-hmm. especially if you're in Southern California and you have bugs, hit us up on the DM. We want to go. You know, work with you because. Right. It's hard to find bugs when you have all this whole family that doesn't have any bugs. But we found some root aphids out in Vegas. How did work out? Dude, Drenching. they look like Sick. ants. They were monsters. Dude, they were mobbing all over the tables. It was gnarly. Dude, I've, I had root aphids uh, about a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, about a year and a half ago. And dude. Yeah. I mean, and I so I glimped through the run mm-hmm. with IPM. And it was drenching. But probably I was just using it at like I think it was using like ten mLs. Yeah, 10, something like that. Yeah, ten oh, wow. mLs, Dude, and check. like and it worked. Like it at kept them at bay. MLs. It kept them at bay. Check this shit out. Never killed them though. They're yeah, they're totally. terrible. So I want to hear what you guys. You want to check this shit out, dude? This shit's crazy, right? Well, first, like given like the guy the guys were on blended. They just got on blended like four weeks before we came out. You know, the plants looked fucking banging. Oh, they're crushing. Mm-hmm. It's like the root aphids were like helping or uh, something. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying the plants look bomb, right? right? Shockingly look good for what we saw. Yeah. And I was like, these can't be root aphids because these plants look amazing, right? Right. So I take a bunch of pictures, send it to Henry. Henry's like, yeah, that's, that's root aphid, bro. And so I'm like, okay. So then- Rice root aphid? I'm not Probably sure. Rice, rice, rice. Little black ones? Yeah. Look yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so then we're like, all right. Now I want to do this trial with Athena IPM. Found some bugs. You know, let's let's get to work. So I dropped like twenty grand. You know, we send two growers out there for three, four weeks, get them a hotel for three weeks, and they literally work at this grow for three weeks on trials of Athena IPM. And what we're doing is, first off, if you're spraying Athena IPM or you're spraying any, you know, um, preventative or you know IPM. You're going to want to fully saturate the media, you know, yeah. so full saturation of the media. Okay. Then we hit it at 60, 80 and 120 mLs, uh, Athena IPM drench in the media right after we hit it. Then we spray full 120 mLs, all the tables, all the plant, soak the plant, you know, get everything everywhere. Do we had like hundred percent kill rate? Crazy knocking them out so so 100 mils per gallon into the 120 it's crazy mm-hmm. in the root zone yeah because yeah, i was seeing decent success like it was keeping them at bay with 10 so yeah if i would have went with 100 that's 100 percent right. kill rate yeah that's crazy so that's why we've been fucking up you know because right. we haven't had the bugs to do the trials right so so we're doing our own trials and now we've hired a lab find, up, you gotta find the bugs 
Well, yeah, you got to find a bus. <laughs> you got to find the infestations. <laughs> Which well. we hate. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's, like, it's like a catch-22. Yeah. It's like you don't even want to go in the room. But, right. no. I mean, you, you have creepy. to. So what we've been really focusing on um, starting at the end of this year is finding the bugs and then running the trials, spending the money, doing the work, and running the trials on, on Athena IPM because we haven't been unlocking the potential of it. You know? Right. And what's crazy is, was it you that dipped clones in 100% IPM? Yeah. What'd you see? No, it's there. It's not ideal. We don't recommend it, but it's doable. You know, I if mean, they you, lived. They lived hundred percent. No yeah. issue. Yeah, hundred percent. No I, dilution. I, I have a I have a guy that um, he dumps, I think ten ml a gallon in his aero cloner preventative. No issues. Yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> aero just 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 stuff you wouldn't even think of, right? It's like, wait, yeah. you dump this in your. Yeah, I figure why not. I'm like, all right, you don't have any yeah. issues? Nope. So it's like if you want to kill gnats. If you want to kill root aphids, yeah, you know, fully saturate is a really big part. You you can't go into a dry pot or exactly. even at 50 percent. You know, you need to hit field capacity. You need to have runoff that needs. You need to have that plant uptake that food that you know we're giving it, and then at that point you could follow behind and hit it at that level. Yeah, don't hit it when it's dry it with no just IPM. Even as a no. full year feed, it, give it food and then rinse it. Yes, yeah, that's how I always recommend doing the root drenches too. It's Even like as a feed them after your last irrigation for the day, yeah. go in, hit them to run off hard. Same thing with foliar because they're going to uptake that through the leaves. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing. They need to be saturated. They don't want to be. You can't have them dry. Yeah, one hundred percent saturation, mm-hmm. hundred and twenty mLs. As a drench in your root zone with Athena IPM, you can pretty much kiss root aphids and gnats goodbye. Yeah. Oh, no. If you're taking care of root aphids, you're yeah. you're wiping out gnats. Yeah. Because gnats are, they, they, your root aphids are, they're creepy. You go in a room, like <laughs> you said, you're like, I got to get out of here and take a shower and burn yeah. my clothes. And So, you know, it's like us doing our own trials, but then we hired a lab drop like 30 grand on a lab that's trialing six different uh, bugs, right? which will then take their data and send it to us on dilution rates. And then we'll continue our data. And then hopefully by mid 2022, we're going to have a full chart breakdown. You want to kill a thrip? This is how you kill a thrip. You want to kill a hemp leaf aphid, root aphid, you know, two spotted spider mite. If you, you know, this is how you do it. And you just have a full SOP breakdown and it's not just dilution. You know, it's application. It's application. It's the SOP. It's the protocol on how to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot of. Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of products out there that have worked for me in the past for IPM, but I, I, I think that real world testing is R&D. probably the R and D. It's like who, who, yeah. who has the? How often do these massive infestations of people you know where you can go R and D something like that? That's huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like real life. Like how did it actually work? Yeah. You know, not many. A lot of people don't want to admit when they have. No, and that's where, you know, like, hey, I got a huge infestation. Come over here. That doesn't happen a lot. (laughs) You know, like in Vegas, he, that, that was never even said. And, you know, that's where we walked in and we're like, we looked down at the tray. We're like, holy shit. Like, dude, don't, don't you guys see this? And they're like, oh yeah. Yep. Like normal day. And we're like, no, 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 we need to handle this. are scary too, because your plants can thrive early, but it's later. Bro, they will. That's yeah. They're like, cost, they're like, like when I had them, flower. When I had them, my dude, I'm like, what? Like, no yeah. way. I'd have been three gallons. There are big trees. I'm like, these things are so a praying. They're happy, but it's what happens later. 
It's a long-term yeah, effect it, on it. it. They slowly eat those roots up, bro, and it's like your yield suffer. I mean, I had like – I limped through, but it was like half of what the room could have been. And, yeah. and then the, the problem with those, dude, are getting rid of them permanently. They will linger. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's you, the biggest problem. It's a it's – yeah. It, look, that I should clarify. 100% kill rate inside the media. Yes. Not in the room. Yes. Okay. So, so spray the trays down. Spray everything down. Yeah, and at your reset, you you're, better. You're still going to have them pop. Yeah, you know, there's still going to be sure. one that you didn't hit. Yep. One that is in some corner somewhere that you just didn't hit. It's a it's a monthly process, and that's what we are out there for, and that's why we're. Are we're, they cleared up now? They're. You know, I got to ask Alex. He's he's ahead of head of that. Not not this Alex. Another Alex. He's heading up that project, so he's in charge of that, and he's doing that. But I think you know we got to do the work. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna go and and make recommendations to cultivators, you know, we got to do the work on the back end, just like we did with Proline, mm-hmm. just like we did with Stack, you know, and just like we did with Blended Line. You right. know, do the work on the back end, you know, and you figure it out, and right. then now you can preach it. But right. I think a lot of these companies that are making products, selling products, like it doesn't seem like anybody else is doing a lot of work. No, R and D on that specific product. But then, I mean, there's two pieces to that, you know, going over that first part, limping through, killing them. But then what, you know, Ivan and his team does so well is that SOP at the end, the straight sterilization of that room, a heat treatment. I mean, they, you know, if you have every single pot has to get out, It, it needs to be, you know, you gotta you gotta cross all your T's and dot your I's when you flip that room and really the facility. I mean, if they're in one room, you have to assume they're in every fucking room. Sterilization's huge. Cleaning yeah. practices. I mean, yeah. it's just crazy. Like people, I don't think people understand enough when they get into this. Like people ask me all the time, they're like, "Oh man, you know, I wish I could be crushing." I'm like, "Dude, all I do is clean. Clean, clean is a hospital." Seriously, yeah. like I get a vacation right now for a few days from cleaning. Yeah, <laughs> and the day you land, you're going back to cleaning. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna come back to cleaning. You know what I mean? So, but again, that keeps it on point. You know, consistency. That's again, that's can't preach and say that word enough. Consistency. Consistency. And do the work. Yeah, you know? it's not easy. You know, it's not easy. No, it's but not, if you I do mean, it, it, it will, it you'll benefit from it for yeah. sure. It will with, repay you. With Lux, you know, we. I mean, it's the only really thing that separates us from a, a lighting brand than all the 80 other different lighting brands mm-hmm. that are in business. We just did the work, bro. R&D. Right. R&D. R&D. A lot of the, I think a lot of these companies rely on the homeowner to, to after, after they buy the product. Or the R&D. data. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder know. what kind of feedback we're going to get on these lights. Or the you know service. what I mean? Like they don't know what they're going to, you know, I mean. Um, the spreadsheet, but, the data, you know, they send it off and get it tested and, and get these numbers back. And they're like, oh, it looks great on paper. But then it's like, it's a whole different story going in. It, is the plant going to say the same thing? Are they going to like it? You know, right. and that, that's the difference that, you know, Lux has is, is the, the R&D. R&D on the plants that we visually see the plant that likes it Plus or doesn't like scale it. large scale R&D, right? Large like, scale yeah, we're not too. talking like, R&D hey, I put, this five, if I put this 860 in a five <laughs> by five, dude, it crushed. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. It but, better. you know, yeah. like, Can well. you do it with a hundred of them? Exactly. Yeah. And, and what, and t- again, time after time, week after week with those guys, the, the new veg lights super intrigue me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like, again, old technology, just like. Yeah, it's funny hearing all the comments with those when those went up. Oh, we're bringing back the blurples. 
<laughs> oh, they talking shit? No, they were, were talking they? shit. It was just like people going, "Oh shit, Blurples are coming back." Because yeah. when they first see the red spectrum, right? They just yeah, think yeah. Blurple. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's funny. Well, you know, it's it's like how you use the Blurple, I guess. Right. Yep. You know, it's because you can't use that Blurple in flower. No, you're gonna be throwing away all you're your nug. Beach bleach. Or you're just gonna go everything yeah. to extract. And again, we went through that. Yeah, I fucked yeah. up a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know. But again, that's why we're at where we're at, and that's why it works like it works because we've gone down that path. You know. Yeah. Work. We got mad more questions to go through, guys. All right, let's. What we got to keep on point, bro. Whatever, whatever you think. We got to support the people that support we us. We have to. Let's, we go. Have to let's do it. Them. Hammer right. it out. We're here for. We're here for. We're here for, we're here for the cultivator. Let's, for let's the get people. this done. Drip cyst irrigation. What's the advice can you give beginners for using drip? What it? What is your water? What your water pump brand preference? Mm. Oh, man, I'm gonna. So again, homeowner intent. I'm buying like uh, I can't even think of the name. Leader? No, I don't like leaders. I'm just gonna say that. you don't like leaders. I, I like leaders. Dabs? So, I like dabs. Dabs. I like that. So, I, leaders are reliable. So I shouldn't say I don't like them because I still have them in some rooms. They just yeah. they pound solenoids too hard. There's no like I like how the dab the dab ramps up, or ramps down. Mm-hmm. Dabs or leaders can at least the ones I'm using, which are you know the R90, 110, whatever. They they hit like they just boom, they're on right. Yeah. And and I dab pumps are nice. Um, but either of those are great. I mean, people are going to work with them. If I had to choose, I'd spend the extra little money on a dab, but there was a point in time when I didn't have the money to spend on a dab. Yeah. Right. The C flow for the homeowner, a C flow, high pressure booster pump off Amazon for like 90 bucks. C flow. C flow. Okay. C flow. Awesome little pump dude for the guy in a tent. The guy in a even even a four four six lighter C flow pump. Does it have a pressure regulator on it? it has a pressure let um has a pressure valve or whatever. It doesn't have so it doesn't have. I don't believe they have. And I think there's one model that comes with a pressure switch. I think is what you're alluding yeah, to, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, but I just you know for for some of the tents for years, I just hook up a C flow to a timer. So instead of being able to have solenoids open and close for my zones, mm-hmm. I'd have. Again, we're talking about a small guy that probably only has yeah. one zone. CFO plump to a timer, mm-hmm. a near pro timer off Amazon for twenty bucks, and the guy's set up at home. Done deal. You can you can set nineteen different times, so you can set nineteen different irrigation settings, right? And uh, it's it's a done deal for a guy at home. Great products. So, Let's see here, peak EC and media during day twenty two to flush. What do, what do you want your Low EC from peak EC to be at day 22. Like you saw the mainstream post, right? You know, he's peaking yeah, at 12, 12 EC. 12 EC. I'm, I'm, so I'm seeing, well, he wanted to know day 22 to flush. So I'm, I'm peaking at, according to a Solus, um, I use a couple different sensors. So most of my data is going to be off of Solus. Growlink reads lower. Um, but yeah, usually, you know, during my my driest point, um, it could be high as hell during the saturation. Probably five to ten is typically what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, somewhere around there, five five to because I've had rows where I'm crushing with a core media of certain strains at like four EC. Yeah, and then I've had other rows where they're pissed you off. Know, Don Mega GMO crosses that no, they're they're happy at like ten twelve. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. And it so a lot of that, that again is genetic. So I think you got to dial in. A lot of us run a lot of different strains. Everybody wants the new flavors. Everybody want to, and, and there's a cost at that, right? Yeah. Like you, getting stuff dialed in is also like huge. huge I mean, part. I'm in that same range, five to ten EC. You know, yep. I've seen as high as you know fifteen to twenty, um, strain dependent. Um, 
but that that sweet spot five to ten is in the media is pretty i mean you can't go through how many how many sensors in a zone and this would be i'd love to ask roach this when i hopefully i see him later like in a in a zone where there's how many plants in a zone i mean a table is a table a zone to them uh no so they zone it off no they zone uh half the room is a zone so half the room is a half zone. the room of a 60 light room is a zone 64 lights half the room is a zone so, so that zone is controlled on a solenoid that yes. whole side of the room yeah and so how many sensors how many readings are they taking because like for me right i have a row and i take a reading off one plant okay yeah they, one plant out of all, 90 that are in a row if i start going around with that sensor solace whatever i'm using yeah. or even if i have a, a you know if i have six sensors hooked up in that zone mm-hmm. that i'm only speaking for what two percent of that zone and i go start poking around and even though the same same genetics at a different part of the table if it's in the middle it's different totally it yeah is. i mean if you talk to a royal they'll tell you to you need like two sensors per strain or yeah, more, the, yeah you like know? you need you in a zone like that 30 lights you need like 50 sensors at 500 a pop yeah i'll just read my plants and i'll try to start off i think a big a big thing too i see and is you got to start off especially with the irrigation, the same size cuts. You can't come in with, yeah, you took 10, important. you took 10 top clones that are got a stem the size of a pencil. And then you got your other thirties are this, these they're a week behind already. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're drinking more and you're taking sensor readings off that huge plant Yeah, and everything else is getting overwatered. So it's, there's a little bit of gray area Goes there too. To That's what? what five to 10 EC, right? Yeah. That's why there's that consistency. Consistency. That's yeah, it. Consistency is yeah. huge. But then I, taking that reading off of, uh, you know, I know they go half a room or, I mean, I typically do like, I split the room in half and I'll take reading off of the left side and the right side and just get a cumulative effect on that whole side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, you could do that if you have the consistency, you have, you know, the age of the plant, the height, everything's on point. You could take the overall feeding from either zone and go off of those numbers. And it's a, it's a, <clears throat> Average. It's an average, exactly. It's average, and I think that's why you're always going to see that. Like mainstream's crushing it, dude. Yeah. Stupid crushing it and under H and, 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 and to, to and note two under HPS. Yeah. So all you guys that like, I'm not saying like go run LEDs, right? Like the double endeds have been crushing for a long time, yeah. and I have friends that are running HPSs that, again, they've only done one run, but they'll go buy some LEDs. And like, nope, didn't like them. One run. I'm like, well. You can't one run. You're used to this old way of thinking. You didn't change your room temperatures, but man, they're I see guys killing it still on yeah. HBS. Yeah, main, killing main it. train definitely. They did that Gary Payton run. I was like, yeah, I've never seen Gary Payton that big, bro. That's not Gary Payton. That's fucking <laughs> yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did really good. He texted yeah. me that, and I was like, I'm posting the shit right now. This yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, but hitting those those high ECs. If you're hitting the high PPFD though too, gotta have that that yeah, high EC. You that ratio's gotta be on point. And, and that CO two's gotta be on point. Yeah, huge. So. Yeah, I'd, probably in like a thirty light room. You know, I'd run like four to six sensors. You know, that's just personally me. But per table, see my rooms every table. So it's like a one bench is a zone. Everything's okay. on its own solenoid zoned. Right yeah. now, if I was running a 30 bench room. I don't know if I'd have 30 zones, right? But maybe I would go to half the room or a quarter of the room. Yeah. I zone it and I try to put one strain per, which I'm terrible at, one strain per row, right? Because I want consistency, yeah. but it's hard. 
yeah. high numbers and like huge moms, plant health, mom health. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a give and take. People are like, oh man, how many plants you're running per light? I got to do that too. And I'm like, there's a cost to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get a short veg time, but you got a mom that's ready to take, you got a couple moms ready to take 500 cuts off of good, healthy, consistent cuts. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. You know what I mean? What's the best moisture EC meter for a small in-home home grower? I'd say the Solus. Solus? Solus is a good one. Yeah. Solid. Uh, I mean, Arroyo has a spot check meter. Yeah, that that, that, that's the Solus, right? Solus. The Terrell yeah. 12 Solus yeah. is that hand shelled. I think that's good. I, I've i noticed, though, when it goes below, the moisture content goes below like 30%. It, it just false. seems like it's false. It, I think they're going off like a mathematical equation. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. so don't, don't come out here and kill me, Arroyo. But uh, <laughs> I think they go off of like a mathematical equation as opposed to actually reading that EC. Right. At that point, I think once it goes below 30, it like equates your, your EC value. And again, that's where we, you know, always lean back towards what the plant looks like and read the plant. You know, right, this right. is all this tools and data is, is framework to work within. Um, you right. know, to help us steer in the right direction. And then we got to take it from there and look at the plant and see that it is on point. It does look right. It is praying. And yep. then from there, you know, we're Growlink like, makes a really good, um, that looks good. Yeah. Th- that, that's, um, new Dude. steering, whatever they just, uh, crop steering, um, thing they came out with, you can get like four sensors, hook up four zones, you know, and it's, it's, it's irrigation controller. Great. I mean, yep. great for homeowners at home. You know, what small is it? scale. GrowLink's new. It's a new. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, if you go to their website, you can check them out. It's like a crop steering controller, so it can control up to like four solenoids, and it comes with four sensors, so you get a sensor for each zone, right? Mm-hmm. So four zones, uh, hook a solenoid and a sensor up to each zone. So I use them in all my rooms. That's dope that they're doing super something for dope. The, if for, the for, yeah, bar. like sixteen hundred yeah, bucks. Now I have to go spend sixteen thousand yeah. on a suite. That's just it's not attainable for a a guy at home with twenty no. lights even. No, right? And, and it's a, like can, learn, can you even get an Arroyo right now? No. You have to have a license. You have to have a license. No. It's not cool. (laughs) I don't think you do. What? Honestly, I don't think you do. So I know know multiple guys that have I mean, there's a way around it. Maybe there is. There's a way around it, but... You get into that weird zone where, like, don't put a rice business. Yeah. (laughs) I know people that have it. I do, too, for sure. Do you have it? Yeah. I don't have the suite. Okay. I have Growlink. I have the Solus, the handheld meter that anybody can buy. Yeah, RF Agriculture, Craft Farmer Store, all those guys carry that stuff, right? Okay. Like the little handheld meter. That's what I would suggest. The only for thing the- is different is with the full system, you get to see the graphs. We you don't, do. We don't get to see the graphs on, but the, on the handheld. I hope they change the tech. Yeah. Because you can't control. That's great. Yeah, for sure. But I can't control any solenoids, any yeah. any zones. No, not so at I, all. So I get to see my drybacks. I get to see all that stuff. But what do I? Then I still got to go it's program data something else. Do something else and change your P one P two to reference that. Exactly. Data. Where something like a GrowLink, the homeowner is going to be able to yeah. see everything in one and make changes to their to their automation and set rules and and do everything in one. So, Game changer. Simplicity. Simplicity, bro. Yeah. Consistency. Consistency. Um. How is the cannabis recall or what's going on with the cannabis recall in michigan right now Dude, it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah i got some heat i posted something i probably shouldn't have posted about it and <laughs> just just i just it, it it irritates me man like you know the government and in michigan in general the, t- the same things that they, you know i see the jungle boys post about out here it's just the taxation i got a lot of friends man you know michigander farms and you know the guys over at grateful farms i got a, you know michigan gas mitten gardens all these home caregiver guys that are in the legal market that are my friends you know that i respect and they're you know it's like they take hits on the chin with that kind of stuff dude they're constantly getting taxed as, as a lot of them are and then you come out with a recall and you know a lot of those guys 
just got their product out the door and then it, then the dispensaries are the ones having to deal with that problem mm-hmm. right and all that that stuff and then it's just it's just it's sucks dude you know i mean those guys a lot of those guys are they work hard and there's there's the market out there is so there's i seen there was a question on here it's it's insane right now dude the market it's insane what do you what is black it? market white market is what they call the legal market right yeah. like, like it's all insane it's insane there's so many people trying to set up grows i had a guy call me the other day he's like hey man i want to come out and look at this facility you put up some you know get some lux quotes and i'm like okay cool you know well i'm like how long you been cultivating just trying to get to know the guy and a lot of people getting into this with like, you know, four or six months experience, which is awesome. But at the same time, I mean, it's like a plague up there. And, it, and trying it's to go really to scale with that knowledge is it, that, it's, that, hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's, it's impossible. And, every, yeah. and a lot of people think they're just going to hire a head grower these days. Totally. And I've been pitched a lot of this. Hey, come you want to come be a head grower? And and it's like there's not a lot of people out there, in my opinion, that are no. that are able that are skilled enough to, to run a facility at that size. It takes time you know what i mean and experience you can't just learn this shit overnight no we've gone through it we've been in the trenches 10 plus years you know decade and and those guys are hard to find because they're doing their own thing or they've already been snatched up by someone else exactly and they're they're crushing exactly and 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 like the market up there is just nuts if you have a good brand name which branding's huge right this day and age like branding's huge so if you've if you've got a good brand name you're you're still you're still getting unscathed um, I got a lot of my friends that uh, producing some of the best flour I've seen up there that are barely making it by and I've, and it sucks. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, and it's because of, of just the mass amounts of, of product on the market and metric that's not sold. And, um, you know, and then the, the black market too, which is nuts, dude. Nuts. Is, uh, what is the, what's the price per pound up there right now on the, uh, black market? Um, you know, there's, there's like, uh, I tell, I say this all the time. There's 90% of the market in Michigan is, is mids, right? Like there's, yeah. there, it's flooded if you're, if you're growing mids, um, boof, whatever you want to call it. And it's, you know, 12, 1300 a pound. You can go, you can go get something high end cannabis craft grown well from, from beginning to end. And it's consistent. You, you're still getting 25 to 3000 a pound. You yeah. Know what I mean, but to find it's hard. Right yeah. to find it to find it's really hard, at least from what I've seen, and I think the the black market or the the white markets around the same thing, uh, white label. If you're not prepackaging, two thousand a pound. If you're prepackaging and you got a good brand name, you know three thousand to thirty five hundred a pound. I may be off a little bit. This is just what I've heard from talking with a lot of people. Right. So, so average twenty five for yeah, top, a, yeah. and then twelve for you know, mids. Yep. Um, you think a lot of products getting in through metric from the. From the traditional market? I don't know, man. Seems like it. it, it you know, if you're not. having the same kind of baseline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, I've never seen it so just crazy. And there's a lot of people that are like the grocery stores are taking the hit now too. I have a lot of friends in grocery stores. They're like, Hey, we're 40% down in business because a lot of people that got into this for the money, purely the money, not there's like not maybe the- 5% of passion, but it's mostly, I got a hundred grand. Let's throw up this trap now and start, yeah. I want to make money. They get into it and then they're like, well, they have no knowledge yep. and, and they're producing mids and, and I'm not hating on them. It's just, it's just the product of not having a lot of experience growing cannabis. What are you going to do? And then they got to right? dump that. And then they got to dump it and then they're not getting their return. They're not getting their return and they're dumping out now. Yeah. Right. They're, they're now they're dumping out. And they're not buying as much. And the, it, you're starting to see a little downtick at the grocery stores of people coming in and spending money. Because mm-hmm. I think people are finally going, I'm not getting my fucking return. I'm done. Yeah. Where else would the, I, I keep telling people, if, if you're passionate, hold off. Yeah. I think it's going to come back around. Oh, yeah. So, I've talked to people out in Cali. Yeah. I've said the same thing. It yep, always right? does. It always will. I'm down quite a bit in Nevada. And the, like, there's 121 licenses ever issued in the state of Nevada. 
38 that are active. I'm one of the 38. You know, we got 41,000 square feet out there and I'm adding another 35,000. And right now is like, I'm saw a downtick in, in, in the price per pound from, I was selling my depths for 22 to 2,500. Now I'm selling my depths from 15 to 18. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, where's all this weed coming from? Because it's got to be coming in through the Cali depths are still out in Michigan hard right now. Dude. <laughs> that's, that's hard, <laughs> like 500, 400, 300 a pound. Dude. Crazy, wow. crazy yeah. depths coming in yeah. Oklahoma, California. But I'm on, crazy. I'm on straight. We're on metric out there. Yeah, Yo, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, where? Because there's only 38 licenses. Yeah. So who's bringing it in? Right. Somebody's bringing it in. Yeah. You know, no, it just feels like it. If, if you know. But it, I mean, you're in a good position too, because you're, you fucking run lean. I, I run mean, super that's, lean. That's, that's yeah. the well, most run, important you run, part. Uh, cocoa irrigation out there? I do a uh, one gallon cocoa pot, straight cocoa. Plastic from tre- pot? Sri Lanka. Um, I'm, I was running round pots. Now I'm running square. Uh, we do, we do 96 by 72 foot greenhouses so there's 6900 square feet i do one plant i have uh, five foot rolling benches um we do one plant per 1.2 square feet so far wide yeah four wide yep, on that's a five what, foot that's bench. what i do in my five foot I, benches I, I, love I love it i love it i feel like the five wide like one it's, it's too, too crowded it's too much yeah yeah and if i over veg for like a half a day yeah i'm like fucked <laughs> you know what i mean and, and i gotta take a plant out Sometimes yeah, yeah. just overgrow the smallest one. I, I don't know how uh, the Vegas market's going to do it because I bought my land. I own 200 acres up there. Um, I built my own greenhouse because I got my contractor's license. Right. Um, you know, I own my water rights. So in Nevada, water rights are pretty gnarly. Yeah. Uh, they do it by acre feet. So mm-hmm. I have 368 acre feet of water. That means 120 gallons a year I can pump out of the ground. Um, you know, so with, I get six cents a kilowatt delivered, you know, in Vegas, it's like 17 to 20. So my kilowatt delivered is, you know, what a third less than that. Yeah. And, and then I'm going down and I do all these tours in Vegas and I'm looking at all these cultivators that one, they don't own their land. Most of the time, their lease is a dollar 50 to $2 a square foot. Mm -hmm. They're paying 20 cents a kilowatt. They're growing inside purely. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed like greenhouse. Yeah. I'm not paying for HPS, my water. LED. Uh, HPS. Okay. HPS right now. Bigger, with te- fit, bigger footprint. I do an eight by eight with right. a, thou- right. a Lux D 1000. Yeah. It yeah. crushes. Yeah, it crushes. Oh dude. Like HPS for greenhouse is where it's at. I see all these guys putting LEDs in their greenhouse. The bar style. Like the. I see the bar style is cool, but the. I think that'd be the only place for me. I'm working uh, on. So yeah. with Lux, I'm working on a 645 LED for greenhouse. Um, what we're, we really got to pay attention to when you're making an led and you're condensing all the diodes, right? Like a lot of some of the other fixtures are, is you really got to pay attention to cooling. Right. So you need to make sure that board's real cool. Right. So we're, it's hard. It's hard. hard. And when you're putting 645 Watts, you can't get to that 140, 150 degrees, you know, your degradation of the diodes go down substantially. So, um, we're, we're designing something really special right now. We're, we're done with the design. We're just testing the, the cooling on it, making sure we can keep it below 130, you know, below 135. So that 150 mark is where you don't Yeah, it's like 140, 150. You don't want to be there. Um, and there's a lot of fixtures there. Yeah. They're running them right now, and everyone's buying them. Yeah. Anything just, quantum board. I started with quantum boards. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, that was like Spider Farmer. I don't know something like that, like an old. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. That's when I got into LEDs. That was. Yeah. And I had to go away from that quickly because I'm like, they're hot. Yeah. And in the in the right right below that, you got to have heights. You got to have headspace. Yeah. Right. Yep. You can't run them in low ceilings. Like no. Luxes. I, I got guys with. I got a guy with a six foot ceiling. You know, running running a room of six forty five is doing great. Oh, yeah, crush! Put them right to the ceiling. And, yeah, you know, and you can run them right up to the lights. And with those yeah. those high intensities, you can't. Yeah, you know, those greenhouse style lights. Yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't know how you know a lot of these guys are going to make it in Vegas. You know, it's, I don't know how. I just it's it's crazy. You know, I don't know how they're going to compete with me. You know, right. um, you know, so that's where the FA step in. That's and, where the uh, FA step in. Let's you know, see. If, hey, that's the thing. That cost. You know, and, and and I don't pay for my nutrients because I take. <laughs> I don't pay for my nutrients because I take every single RMA that gets right. issued to Athena. Right. That goes to my grow in Nevada. That's, that's gangster. Nice. All the hard shitty bags that come in. Yeah. That people throw back that say don't work. We every, run them, dude. There's literally every single RMA that's ever been sent to Athena. I've used all of it. That's insane. Because like, what else am I going to do? It throw it away? No, it's, it's all fine. good. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Listen, I put humidity. it on a truck and I send that shit to Nevada. Yeah, yeah. and I use it all. And you got to mix mix a concentrate with it. You know, don't weigh it out, but it's usable. Hundred percent. It's a hundred percent usable. Yeah. No, it's fine. You know, it's fine. And so I don't pay for nutrients because we get so much RMAs for hard bags that people yeah. don't want to use. Mm-hmm. So I just go use it all. So it's like all so those you're running, variables. You're running Proline. I'm running Proline. Yep. across the board. So, the drippers. Uh, I use. I use the four-way manifold Netafim. I use half gallon. So I got two gallon per four-way, half gallon per dripper. And I use two per one-gallon pot. Crushing. Like, no problems. Um, Greenhouse stuff's amazing to me still. I haven't spent a lot of time in greenhouses and depths and stuff. It's it's At this point, it's amazing with Lux, Athena. Oh. I mean, Top Feed, Netafim. I, I tell people all the time, like... The reason why I'm so passionate about Athena and I got such a love for the company is because it changed my life. Yeah. Like it's like, I, there is no way I'd be able to run 40,000 square feet with five growers, five cultivated, five employees mm-hmm. on any other nutri- on no. any other nutrient line that I know of. No. It's changed my life. There's, same thing. With, same thing. I, I, that, yeah. And that's, that's why I'm sitting here. It's like, I, I have yeah. one guy that well, I have two guys that work for me. I have two guys that work for me. And I have some some women that trim, right? And we run a lot of lights in the trap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in caregiver market. And and uh we're able to do that because of the simplicity. Because of the simplicity yeah. and the consistency of yeah. the pro line. And and you know, Athena in general. Yeah. Athena. So and it's been a great combo. You, I can't be behind or like mini splits, you know? <laughs> 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 like 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 you're like here buy this mini no like split. years years ago right years ago i do thought mini split was the only way yeah you know but yeah. now i can't even sell it because yeah. like they're like what happened to aura well i realized mini splits really suck <laughs> and so it's like there's the the company's died the company died because i'm not passionate about it because it doesn't because there's something better mm-hmm. yeah and so when you have something that you're so passionate about it, change your life that you're like, you just want to share it. And then when you share it, it's so rewarding because you're changing other people's lives. I can't with a good conscience go tell somebody to do something that's going to ruin their life. Yeah. You know, if I'm having struggling with something and I'm like, yeah, t- you take this pill. It, yeah. It'll ruin your life. Well, you know what I mean? I, I want to share positivity. Right. And it, so it's, for me, it's, it's just, it's a no brainer. It's easy. It's, it's something that, um, it's it, yeah, it's something I, I I believe in right like it's it's been it and it and it took time for me personally to use 
everything for years and then find something. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to try this. And then it was one room. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to put two rooms on it. And I was like, okay, I'm setting up dosatrons. I'm going to, I'm just, okay, now I'm, I'm done. Yeah. My life is, it's, there's the only way we've been able to expand and have more time in the garden to actually take care of the plants Do and the things that are important. And, and you yeah. walk, you walk to, you know, into, into our places and it's like, people are in good spirits. They're not just like yeah. covered in like kelp on their forehead and they got like, <laughs> their hands are stained from like organic, you know, it, it, it's uh, just, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's great, man. Yeah, no, cool. it's a good feeling seeing the feedback and like employees thanking you, you know, for yeah. for changing that facility and and, and seeing how a lot of these commercial facilities, big and small scale, run pretty lean on if they're yeah. on a pro line for yeah. for real. I mean, for for what Definitely. they're running, how many lights they're running, and you know, their and their time is on trimming and packaging and plant, plant training and whatever they're doing, right? Man, yeah. I gotta say, majority of facilities that I I walk into and walk out, I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, for the operators, it, it, it's great, but I mean. 25% of the staff typically is gone the next quarter. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've seen, yeah. Um, but again, it's, it's you know, we're at a point we, you know, to, to stay in the business, we have to, we have to run lean. We, we have to bring that cost per pound down. Or you're not, not going to be in business. Done, you know, and that's where, you know, we, we look at the bigger picture and, and that's, we want to see these places succeed. We want to see these brands continue on. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's the only way to make it happen. Yeah. Sure. Really appreciate you guys. Um, appreciate your time on, on the wrapping out about this. Yeah, and uh, that's yeah. it. Good Wrap talk. It up. Love it. Thanks. Love it, man. Appreciate Thank it. you. Cool.